Welcome to the Odd Drunk Podcast. It is now time for spooks and moves, fears and beers, of the spookiest time of the year. So grab your drinks, your tricks and treats, and prepare yourself for Spooktober. <laughs> you ever see um, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure? I've seen um, <laughs> it uh, put into green screen. Yeah, on, on different. <laughs> oh right, right. <laughs> on different videos um, and games and stuff. There, there's a part in it. I actually haven't seen that movie. Where Pee Wee is like hitchhiking, or something like that. I don't know, it's been years since I've actually watched it. Uh, and he gets tr- picked up by a trucker named Marge. It's Large Marge. Oh. And she's like a a ghost. So like he gets to the biker bar and they're like, uh, who, you know, they're like, he's like, yeah, I, I hitched a ride with large Marge and everyone goes silent. Like, and there's a scene where she like booze at him and like her <laughs> eyes come out. And when I was like five years old, that freaked me out. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I, I, the eyes popping I out haven't and... seen that movie in about a decade, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> when I was like, Five years old, four, five or six years old. I loved that movie, but I was freaked out by that scene. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Odd Drunk Podcast. I'm not gonna mess around with any banter. Don't need it. Don't have the time for it. Yeah. No, but I will say uh, before we get into this episode, drop a like. No. <laughs> we don't have that. Uh, yeah, but yeah. before we get to if this, you can find a way to drop a like. Drop one. Do it, but I or don't. drop a dislike, and I'll come find you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I'm too lazy to. Do. I'm too lazy. YouTube you doesn't know what? display dislike numbers anymore. You know, pe- oh god. <laughs> I mean, you can get the extension that shows it, but that's just so. Cr- you know yeah, why? You can also just use the Wayback Machine or whatever. Yeah, and uh, but you know, it's so. Obviously, they had their corporate <laughs> bullshit reasoning of we want to encourage a positive environment. But then, you know, you watch. Then you don't know if a video is going to be shit or not <laughs> until you yeah, watch yeah, it. It's, I uh, guess in a way. I think you it could, was kind of a response to like. It, well, um, the, it was actually a response to um, YouTube's um, not the. YouTube year yearly th- the uh, 2018 thing or whatever the they do. Rewind or Re- whatever it is. I don't think it was rewind. I think it was something else that got. But it was supposed. It was it was you from YouTube's account, right? And it has um, the most dislikes. <laughs> it which previously the rewind had the most dislikes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I, uh, I gotta research this. Yeah, I do. You remember- can decide to put this in or not. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I there's, I I miss the dislikes not because like, I mean realistically, um, I uh, for most okay videos, so most videos I watch I don't actually look at the like or dislikes but uh you <laughs> I I did appreciate when like uh, a trailer for a, a video oh. game would come out or something like that and it would have like a ridiculous number of, like I think, I think there was a Call of Duty game there's that, yeah there's a Call of Duty that, that actually a, broke the record I forget yeah. I think it, it might have been infinite warfare or it was one of the warfares but not one of the good ones you know yeah what I mean? it was one of the uh, very forgettable was it vanguard even even though that's actually a 
pretty good game. I don't no, know. it was Infinite Warfare. Oh, okay. And uh, it had three million dislikes, and and the main reasoning is because you know they went future way futuristic with Call of Duty. And also, people online are assholes. Yeah, and they like to voice it. Yeah. <laughs> but however, I stand corrected. <laughs> YouTube Rewind 2018, which everyone controls the rewind. That's the subtitle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> completely far from the truth. Well, th- I guess they did because they uh, dislike bombed it. But it's still the most disliked video on the platform with 15 million dislikes. Rapidly s- surpassed the music video for Justin Bieber's song, Baby, which <laughs> entered the Guinness World Records book as the most disliked video on YouTube and on the internet. <laughs> As of July 9th, 2021, YouTube Rewind 2018 has over 7.1 million more dislikes than Baby. <laughs> I just well, love well. how when that video, all the rewinds are trash, by the way. Like, none of them are good. They're like, I, I think maybe the first one was okay because they actually had content creators, people cared yeah, about i mean it, it ultimately comes down to i think it's just that it's soulless, just corporate, corporate. soulless yeah yeah even if there is good content creators feature then it, it's just so they're trying to be hip and cool yeah I, it, I, it's I, just I, like i i, I but so, i just I can't love, always put a finger on it sometimes just, i hate the internet sometimes there's just the soulless corporate stuff that, that i'm like <laughs> i don't know why it feels so soulless mm-hmm. it's just it just yeah, does it's just disingenuous it. it's yeah, like it's staring like, into a. It's like those uh, city market or, or Kroger, depending on where you live. Uh, yeah, those commercials that they Our have King that Super. are like uh, those animated. Oh, I hate them. Do. And I don't know what about that it's just, art style, but I hate it. That and it's just very soulless. <laughs> and I just it's, we could do a whole episode on that corporate art <laughs> style. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, if this if this was. A, video podcast maybe i don't hate all of them but but yeah there's something yeah um that just discomforts me i I don't like it but uh what was i oh yeah i i love that the internet just united (laughs) against youtube in that instance (laughs) but surprisingly that's not when they took out dislikes that was recent yeah and some people say it's kind of suspicious how the disney star wars cruise ship trailer came out and it got a shit ton of dislikes and that's right around the time that the dislikes were removed so that's a little sus yeah (laughs) i don't that that disney um star wars hotel thing just bombed from what i understand just it's just well it's like fifteen thousand dollars a night yeah uh is it that much yeah something like that like it's or or not for the night but like for the stay for like a week the way that, the, from what I understand, the way it's designed few days. is that this is not a hotel you just go stay in. It's supposed to be like a resort where it's like it's the whole thing is an experience. It's an experience, and it's the type of thing where it's like, yeah, it's just so. Freaking, well, there's n- it's so generic. Yeah, I think it was like, like fifteen thousand dollars for like a three night thing. And the little teaser they revealed, absolutely nothing looked Star Wars about it. Yeah, and it's. It's such a. <laughs> it looked like Battlestar Galactica. I'm not surprised. You know, just I'm, like I'm generic. Really, I'm really sci-fi. not surprised that it bombed. <laughs> that it's bombing because it's like it's so expensive, like five thousand like, bucks a night. Well, you that, and it's a type of hotel just so, where you're gonna stay multiple nights. And so also, it's like, why not you stay three nights? It's fifteen thousand dollars, and it's also catering 
you know, to a specific demographic. It's if catering I was to Disney. Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's catering to the Star Wars fans who don't hate the Disney Star Wars. Star Wars and fans who have money. Yeah, and so it's it's <laughs> such a specific it's Star Wars fans who have who are rich and don't hate the Disney Star Wars. At least don't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's a really specific group of people. Yeah, and like, also Dude, if I was in charge of their park, in fact, uh, I think Bob Iger, or maybe not him, I, I forget who it was that was in charge of like Disney's parks department. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because I've heard like their parks, like the new stuff, it's really going downhill. It just feels hokey. I've heard the um, um, Marvel, the Avengers Campus. Well, uh, is not very good. Like I've heard it's not. Well, like, when terrible, it first came but, um, out, it was really bad because there was just like nothing. And, like, sometimes the Spider-Man robot would mess up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the videos of that. It's <laughs> but great. They did, re- they did come out with, like, a new ride, like a augmented reality thing. It's kind of like yeah. Avengers I mean, Secret War. I, but, um, I personally really I, – I like Disneyland. But it's still, I, like, a movie anyway. Yeah, I, I like Disneyland. I grew up going there. But uh, No, but, but like, what I want to say, though, is why didn't they do – if you're going to do a Star Wars resort – there, you have so many great options, but if I was in charge, I would do Naboo. That, the other one that would be cool would be um, Endor. Yeah, like, Endor would do be a good. nature preserve. Well, like, why not have a couple different cabins. options? Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, you can do the Naboo. I mean, that was shot like in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> do, you can like, do it in like, Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Open up a resort in Italy that's and then themed some, off of Naboo. Put some Star Wars stuff in there. Yeah. Open up a resort in the woods in Northern California that's, that's like... That's the Ewok an, Village. And, and Yeah, an Ewok Village. Yeah. It's like rustic cabins and shit. And yeah, it'd be expensive still. No, and it'd be more expensive getting but all the land. it would actually probably be a maybe worthwhile experience if you have the money to spend on it. Yeah. Versus this, this Starship Cruiser thing... Just I've heard generic just sucks. Like, like they show. Heard it's God, just bad. You're gonna have to like cut. You can keep whatever you want in because <laughs> this has absolutely nothing to do with today's topic, which hopefully we will um, gloriously uh, segue into at some yeah, point. Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> they showed the like lightsaber laser AR thing. It yeah. looked horrible. Yeah, just everything about it looks bad. I I like Disneyland. I went to Galaxy's Edge when that opened. I liked no, it. No, that was, looks like a it lot was of, pretty cool. I heard it's still more of just like a shopping kind it's, of experience. Yeah, well, well, yeah. It, it, there's a lot you of get that. a lot of cool collectible. The Millennium Falcon and yeah, ride like the, is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's an interactive thing. It's like so you go in as groups of four. If you're by yourself, they just no. That does look you cool. In, they put you in with other people who are solo. However, and, it, and what what the ride is is you each take a seat in the cockpit and you have to like. In like play a, like mini games to like pilot them. But isn't Falcon. it just like a big video game? It's kind of a big video game, but it's cool because see, because I you, that's you kind of my like thing. Go into the. I mean, they have a life size Millennium Falcon. No, that's there, cool. Which that's cool. Is rad. But I appreciate those kind of rides. I know they're high tech and they might have great visuals and they might seem mm-hmm. like contact physical, but I prefer. Just a physical. Oh, like, I, I still prefer like a roller coaster. Yeah, a yeah. roller coaster. No, I mean the Galaxy's Edge. There's a lot of shopping, but um, it, it was kind of cool because there's so many. It's so well detailed. No, yeah, that's that, what like, I've heard. I mean, seen. you could probably ask my girlfriend. We went to Disneyland a few years back, 
And, You'll get like arrested. And we did a bunch of other Disneyland stuff for like a big chunk of the day. And we made our way to the where the Galaxy's Edge is in the park. Nice. And uh, like she saw me as soon when we turned the corner and there's a life-size X-Wing fighter. I was like, oh, shit. And I ran up to it. I'm like, quick, take a picture of me. <laughs> With it, like, it was like a nerd, like just freaking out. It was, it was cool. It was cool. But no, uh, I mean, some yeah, some of the newer stuff they've been doing is kind of. I don't know. I it just, just don't, feels. Just, it doesn't feel like the same quality. Yeah, at least a lot too. of the old Disneyland stuff is still there. No, it's still there, which is, which is know, good. But but I'm not go. If I go if I go to Disneyland again, I'm not going for the new stuff. No, going for the stuff. Like, I'm going for the stuff that they that the classic stuff. Yeah, exactly. My like uh, all all the Space Mountain. Space Mountain's great. Some of the classic stuff I don't like. I've never liked uh, what's it called? Um, it's a small world. No, I never liked that. That creepy. That's very creepy. My high school. Some people say it's haunted and that the dolls will. My high uh, school. Well, my (laughs) high school teacher was a jan a night janitor at Disneyland when he was in college. Yeah. He cleaned the canals at It's a Small World. Jeez. At night, he said the lights. Sounds horrifying. Turn on all the lights and. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it. It might be creepier with all the lights on because you see everything. Yeah, he said it was pretty creepy. I don't know. (laughs) He said uh, he was not allowed to go near the animatronics. Mm. They don't want the janitors touching them to fuck them up or something. They well, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't want the janitors uh, getting yeah. their uh, throats ripped out by. A yeah. Well, that, he said that what, <laughs> what they told him is that they don't. That they they have to have <laughs> the technicians actually. But Disney has them. its dark. Th- they're they're hey, expensive. We so could do a, wanna, a whole different yeah. topic. <laughs> but that that's just what he was told. Haunted Disney. Because yeah. I heard there's <laughs> footage apparently. It, looks altered to me i don't know or it looks like it just could be a camera error mm-hmm. but uh apparently space mountains haunted and there's a certain car you ride in there's all sorts of disney stories yeah ghosts will sit with you on the ride yeah there's um i mean people have done all sorts of crazy stuff trying to are spread, they seen while disney ashes at disneyland and around. stuff like that mm. yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, speaking of haunted things, but we're yeah we're not here to talk uh, about haunted Disney. I mentioned I mentioned Pee Wee Herman earlier because he went on a road trip. He went on a road trip. The ghost with the ghost, and that's kind of what we're talking about. We're talking about haunted highways. Yeah, because um, yeah, I just got done with a road trip. Uh, went on a little quick little vacation. Mm-hmm. Went to the Arizona State Fair. It was a lot of fun and everything. And I actually drove, and you have uh, as well. We've been on it together. Actually drove on a supposedly haunted highway. Um, <laughs> U.S. Route 491. Yeah, yeah. Previously named Route 666. Yes. And let me tell you about it. There is this funny thing. Uh, it's just a coincidence. I do not remember the last time I've driven on it during the day. Yeah. Like, um, so on my trip just recently, we left at night. So obviously we're going to be driving at night. But coming back home, well, we left at like 11 in the morning, which is a little later, but we weren't in any rush. But we got a big traffic jam uh, towards Payson, Arizona. And it was like an hour and a half, almost hour 45 minute, approximately traffic jam, just sitting there, barely moving. 
So by the time we got on uh, US 491, Route 666, the Devil's Highway, they call it, um, it was dark. Or it was the sun was setting. And I will say, uh, I don't know if it must have been a supermoon a couple days ago because it was. Yeah, I. Uh, the moon was full, bright, and yellow. And we were driving on uh, Route 666. And Apple Maps still says calls yes. it that sometimes. Oh, I, I have definitely driven on this road. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just a weird I thing. Think, I think it was this road that um, it was me and Caleb were driving to Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, through we left at like 10 o'clock at night. And so we probably were driving through the stretch of road uh, about midnight, something like that. Maybe one or two in the morning. And we were both. Did you aw- see anything spooky? We were both or? staying awake in the front seat to keep each other awake while driving, and we hit the biggest fucking jackrabbit I've ever seen. I mean, that's scary. <laughs> that can be scary. But nothing nothing car. spooky. Yeah. No, I will say, and this is going to go for most, if not all, of these. But I don't. I haven't been on all these, obviously, because a lot of them are East Coast. Mm-hmm. We might have some from the UK, maybe. I don't. I know. mean, there's a lot of but, creepy um, roads in the Southwest. There's there's certain roads going through yeah, well, northern New Mexico or Arizona where it's like aren't they only creepy in the nighttime? There's I don't find uh, roads creepy during the daytime. I don't I know. typically don't, but there's there's a few. I I don't know if it's you can tell me one or uh, a different highway that goes through Southwest Colorado. That um, it's like there's like a ba- a lot of just a lot of abandoned buildings. Like, no, yeah. There's abandoned motels and things like that. Yeah. And it's, and it's uh, and you'll see like an abandoned farmhouse, often, yeah. you know, stuff like that, which that doesn't really get me too much. Uh, abandoned mine shafts, though, that's kind of a different thing for me. Mm, yeah. Those yeah. always pique my curiosity. There's one north of town here. It's like, why was it abandoned? Hmm? Mm-hmm. There's, a bunch there's, of miners die down there. There's a quarry <laughs> north of town. Which does has... happen. Miners do die. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Happens a lot. That's uh, one of the most dangerous there, blue collar jobs. A, there's a, a quarry more north of town here, with a, a barred off like mine cave entrance or whatever it is. <laughs> How north? Um, a little past Hesperus. Oh, okay. Yeah, not far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I probably noticed it, but never remembered. There's no sign for it. It's hard, and, and you can't you see it from the road. But it is like walking distance from the. Road. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like you often go down a hill. Often when you drive, you zone out and you don't really pay attention or remember yeah. things. Yeah, it's just it's be. just like it's you got to park next to the road and then walk down a hill and there's yeah. a lot of trees surrounding it, so but, you, you um, wouldn't notice it from the road. But yeah, on Route Six, well, formerly known as Route Six Six, uh, US four ninety one. I will say, yeah, I've only really remember driving on it during the night. Or at least during sunset. And yeah, it's a coincidence, but I've always driven on it at the <laughs> spookiest times because it is in middle of nowhere. Yeah. And um, it is responsible for, it's got an extremely uh, fatal- high fatality rate. Yeah, there, there's just research. a lot of roads in that area that are, Yeah, you, you can go hours without. The only reason we're talking about it is because it used to be Route 666. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> um, because it be, I've. I've read stuff online how supposedly people seen hellhounds chasing them and all this shit. I'm like, 
Were you tripping on peyote or something? Because yeah. the only thing I've seen is maybe a dead coyote or two, and you saw a jackrabbit. Yep. I, I don't think that constitutes. We hit the jackrabbit. There was blood on the car. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're cursed now. We were very tired. Jackrabbit cursed. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think that constitutes as hellhounds. And <laughs> no. It was it, a massive jackrabbit, though. It and was, apparently there's another big. thing you're supposed to you could see uh, a flaming semi-truck. And oh, really? I do not recall. I think I would have noticed that. Flam- um, unless, I was, seen it. unless I was sleeping. <laughs> I dozed off for a second. Flaming semi-truck, and then I missed it. That'd be lame. I, I, wouldn't want, I would want to see that. I w- yeah. As long, <laughs> well, let me preface this. If it's a ghost flaming semi-truck, not an actual one, because that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> A ghost. I mean, I've seen flaming trucks, but they were like real, not driving. Yeah, they were just on fire. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) know. I I don't real trucks that were. I don't think it's specified if it's driving. Mm. Maybe someone just happened to see a really bad wreck, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's because it's haunted." Yeah, it's like, come on. (laughs) But just some some. uh, But yeah, I I. I was like, wait, some res kids just lighting (laughs) lighting shit on fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, at night and some white guy driving past being like, holy shit, this place is haunted. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, we were coming up with an idea for the episode and yeah, I just got done road trip. It was good inspiration and I drove on Route 666, the Devil's Highway, but there doesn't seem to be, at least the times I've been on it, nothing haunted about it. Yeah. Um, I could just lie and say, yeah, I saw the flaming semi-truck. It was crazy. <laughs> we almost died. Um, but that's I'm a man. Just, not I'm true, true to my no. word. <laughs> I'm not gonna fool the listeners. I've you driven. Know, I've driven down that. One way. of us lying. One of us is always lying, and the other one uh, doesn't tell the truth or whatever I've, the. I've riddle driven was. down that way <laughs> mul- many times. What's the riddle on labyrinth? On what? Labyrinth. Well, I, don't, I don't. Like one of us is lying, but the other one. Oh, the two doors. Yeah, the two doors. Oh yeah, yeah one. Um, uh, one of us always lies. One of us always tells the truth, and you can yeah. and you can only and you can, can only you can only ask one question. Ask one question. So the question you ask is, you say to one of them, "What would he tell me? Which door would he tell me is?" Yeah, correct. I like that movie. I just watched it not too long. ago. It's a great movie. Yeah, it scared me when I was. A Didn't kid. know that was Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, yeah. She's so young. Yeah, like uh, she was in uh, Ang Lee as Hulk, wasn't she? She was an Angley's yeah. Hulk. <laughs> she plays the um, character that Liv Tyler plays in. Yeah. Uh, something Ross. I don't remember. Her I haven't name. seen the Angley Hulk in like 15 years. You know, I it. I thought about <laughs> watching it the other day because it's on Hulu right now. Oh really? Um, and I decided to watch Ghostbusters instead. There you go. That's, <laughs> the, that's always the better option. <laughs> so. No, there's been so many times I, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch a new movie or a movie I haven't seen in a while, and then. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Even when it's not this time of year. I'm a basic <laughs> bitch. I rewatch the same like twenty movies <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> but um do you have anything else to tell? Of personal Any spooky roads in California? I know there's supposed to be a lot there. I mean, uh I've had some spooky Are experiences on roads. Like, yeah. But, but no no specific like on haunted roads. Like what's a spooky experience you had? I got I got stalked by a pack of coyotes while riding a bike once in the mountains in California. That could be a frightening uh, uh, 
it experience. Was, it was me and my sister were riding up. Uh, it was Glendora Mountain Road. And I know the story. Yeah. But I'm gonna pretend I don't for the listeners. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, how meta should we be with this podcast? I've know. never really thought about it. I don't know. Can it be meta? Because it's a podcast. It's, a podcast. it's not a scripted. Yeah, I don't think we can be meta. Or I... is it scripted? Have we been mm. scripting it this whole time? <laughs> and that's, you know, they should hire us on SNL because we're so good at scripts. We can script very natural, um, awkward silence, improv. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but not good improv. But that's what makes it good because it's scripted not to be good. Yeah, no, but there's this road, Glendora <laughs> Mountain Road. It's a popular road for uh, cyclists. Yeah, in, in the mountains near LA, and uh, I was riding up it with my sister at night one time, and this is mountain lion territory, um, and a cyclist not long before that had been actually attacked by the mountain lion. Yeah, that's a real thing that can so, like, very much happen. We were a little bit nervous, but we yeah. we just started to, we were sending it anyway, and it got dark. And as we're riding, something starts across the road, and we get spooked. But we're like, "Oh, it's just a coyote," and we keep yeah. going. And it happens like three more times, and we're like, "Okay, that's the like the fourth time it happened." We're like, "That's weird," so we stopped. And we looked behind us, and they were following us. And we looked up the road, and they were coming down the road. And then I turned. This is creeping. This forward. is a mountain road where it's like right next to the road. It's like a really steep hillside. And I turned my bike towards the hillside, and because uh, we were on that side of the road, um, and um, there was a coyote like two feet away from me. Oh wow! And I just remember I like uh, jeered my wheel at it. Yeah, and then we just took off down the hill. No, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not a haunted, hard to yeah. scare a coyote away, but still getting followed by a pack. They they get brave when they're a pack. Yeah, and when That's they're why hungry. I tell people uh, when you see a coyote, if you're camping and shit, like yeah, they're one coyote is pretty not very scary. Yeah, uh, you can scare them off, but don't just like leave them alone. Scare them off because no, yeah, because then yeah, they'll bring back the pack. Yeah. Uh, before we continue, we almost skipped a very important uh, part of this podcast. Yeah. And yeah, duh, it's Spooktober. I, I guess I forgot to mention that, but you heard the theme song and everything. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are drinking. Well, I am drinking. You can definitely have one if I can mm. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try. I want to try. It's not in theme with that, but actually I'll save that. I won't even mention it. We'll save it when we cover that topic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am drinking. From Live Oak uh, Brewing, I assume. Oktoberfest. Mm. And it's just Oktoberfest, Munich style. Uh, I do like Oktoberfests. And it is out of, this is one of our first uh, Texan beers in a while. If oh, ever. I don't in drink, a while. I don't drink beers out of Texas um, much. I didn't know when I bought it, but uh, extraordinarily, wait, yeah. Extraordinary Lagers and Ales Craft Brewed in Austin, Texas since 1997, the year of my birth. Hmm. Uh, there you go, guys. Using traditional, now you know how young we are, using <laughs> traditional beer-making methods inspired by old-world-style beers. Yeah, you know, uh, for some reason I don't see a lot of beers from made in texas although it says it's made in i know there are plenty of beers made in texas oh yeah Uh, at least it's from austin that's a cool keep austin weird you know that's a cool yeah (laughs) well not physically cool it's actually quite hot in there i got i got i got a couple things here it's quirky it's quirky in austin yeah i like austin it's pretty decent uh i don't i don't totally hate texas 
just I wouldn't want to live in Texas. We t- we totally do not hate all Texans. No, no, I don't hate Texans. I but I don't. I've I've never had a great time in Texas though. Yeah, it's really hot. Well, and <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas. That's yeah. what they always say. They always say that Houston's a weird town. They, I think. Houston, they're very um, <laughs> judgmental. There. Also, the Astros can suck my balls. <laughs> you hear his basketballs. Sure. No, my ba- they can suck baseballs. my baseballs. They baseball. can suck my baseballs. baseball team. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got. A, I got a just. Or a, maybe it's worse if they. You know. A pretty random mix here of um, beers, uh, but this is the main one that I saved for this. It's. Um, it's a blood orange hard cider. Nice. From Climb Hard Cider Company uh, from Loveland, Colorado. Nice. And it, it is delicious. I've also got. Uh, Speaking of which. The Colorado Kolsch from Steamworks Brewing. Yeah, Durango, it was great. And uh, I'm going to mention it. You can mention it. Well, this is. this this. I just don't like that it's. Yeah, th- this is <laughs> not just, on the right. This is way off. Episode. This one's way off topic, but I have it, and I think <laughs> it's a limited edition, so I don't know how long it'll be around. Um, oh, I've, I've got the Fellowship IPA from BrewDog. This is the Lord of the Rings IPA. Okay, well maybe after Spooktober um, we should be uh, covering Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so coming up, so we can drink. We'll bring it, it up. Well, maybe we'll uh, talk about Rings of Power when the first season's over. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of mixed feelings about it actually right now but i haven't seen the latest episode I haven't don't seen spoil the, it. i haven't seen the latest one either uh, um, there's a lot of things i really like from a cinematography aspect film aspect gorgeous yeah. great oh yeah but from a lore and you know it's fan aspect there are issues i'm not but uh, i do i do overall enjoy it but I feel like I'm, I'm kind Tolkien's of, rolling in his grave. Yeah. <laughs> Even more than the Hobbit. Well, the Hobbit probably. There's, <laughs> there's a few things I don't like, but overall, I don't know. It's still cool, I guess. But. You know, out of all, uh, <laughs> this is the last I still tangent. I still liked uh, Shadow of War, even though that game is, the story feels like an edgy fan. But it's a video game, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it doesn't really have to be true. Uh, I also sent you got a cider. I got a cider. Ooh. Two towns. That was, that was not planned. No, it was not planned. <laughs> Two towns. And I'll definitely take a picture of this one because it's a very spooky Halloween uh, cider. Nice. Two towns cider house hollow jack. Uh, and here we go. Pumpkin spice. Chai Ooh. spiced pumpkin cider. Chai pumpkin uh, spice. Made with heirloom pumpkins. It is made with real pumpkins. At least. So uh, I think that gives it a lot more points. Because, you know, like Starbucks, the way they do their pumpkin spice, I know it's like a weird artificial thing that you don't want. Yeah. Um, but a this chai pumpkin spice. That sounds okay, so profile. like it could be great or disgusting. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> profile. Uh, <laughs> Jack is back, and he's feeling spicier than ever. Uh-oh. Brimming with uh, Northwest apples, fresh boiled pumpkin. And a blend of chai spices. This year's Hollow Jack is an ode to the flavors of fall. Hmm. Speaking of fall, uh, we are gonna. We've been planning on doing another album review. Yeah. Or yeah, at least yeah. I would like to. But I think I'm gonna wait. I think we should wait, obviously, because we're in the middle of Spooktober. But I'm gonna wait because 
I've been listening to Weezer Seasons yeah. EPs, and I'm really enjoying them. And they're I love great so far. Yeah. Just a quick little thing. I think they're some of the Weezer's best stuff they've done in a long time. Yeah. Even considering OK Human and stuff, like it's on par with that at least. And I love the Vivaldi and like all that. It's fun. It's good. And yeah, they just released their Autumn EP, and um, been listening to that. And it's kind of like a dance album. Yeah, uh, a bit of that at least. I liked the I, I liked the and, autumn one. The spring one, and I love the orchestral so stuff. So far, the spring one is still my favorite of the three. I think. Well, it's really hard to say, but there's uh, a couple songs on the summer one that yeah. I'm like, that's oh, the, just peak Weezer. Oh yeah, like the, the summer that's one, blue the, album. Like yeah. you know, the summer one was the most Weezer because uh, uh, spring is supposed to be like island in the sun, but for the whole album. Yeah, you know, and then summer is more just alt rock kind of mm-hmm. even though they all have like a through line with like very big like epic like choirs i, I did i did and, you know, see stuff like that. Uh, yeah i did see uh or listen to a um, interview with uh uh was he on conan o'brien's podcast because i just listened to that no today. no he was on um, rivers npr oh, okay rivers, i know rivers. he's doing his uh, and and he basically said like the initial inspiration was he went to like one of those Shakespeare in the Park things, mm-hmm. and was like, the, it, he's like, you go to these Shakespeare in the Park things. They're always like in the spring or early summer, and you just get like these vibes from it. It's just like, yeah, f- and it's reminiscent of the season. And he wanted to do that, and it led to the idea of yeah. All, all but anyways, yeah, really enjoying it. And uh, we yeah, Rivers and just Weezer have been giving us a lot of music in a short period of time. Pretty crazy. Uh, great idea too. I mean, an EP for each season. That's just cool. It's but, pretty decent October um, Nice. Yeah, I do like it. Uh, it's but, it's a little hoppier than some October. Yeah, first. yeah. That kind of caught me off but, guard, but I like it. But not, not no, but I. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say about it. But uh, for the next album reviews, I'll definitely talk about it because they still have the winter EP, and then I can rank it as a whole. Nice. Like yeah. all four of them. Because you know they're gonna put it together in a big LP. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's just perfect. Well, uh, that that's one I would totally buy a vinyl set of. Yeah, I, yeah, because they have been selling the vinyls of each EP, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait. For yeah, all four. No, you, you'd want you'd want this the because box set of that, the EPs yeah. are only about 20, 25 minutes long. Yeah, which is perfect for EP, anyways. But like, once the winter album's out, it'll be like a big ass LP, like hour forty minutes. Yeah, yeah so. it, would be, it would probably be a two disc. Yeah, two spot, two LP. Like yeah, and I love that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, Weezer. <laughs> but we we're getting sidetracked. We, this is the most sidetracked we got to watch. But you know what? I think maybe we need to keep like a points system, like uh, tangent points. <laughs> and let me just tell you because I think on the last couple episodes we've been great about yeah. staying on topic, especially like the Lovecraft reading. With your editing, at least we stayed on topic. Yeah, we did. We did uh, <laughs> when we recorded it. Go on. A <laughs> oh, a hour, huge a half hour like political political rant. Uh, we cut out. I'm so glad we uh, cut that out. <laughs> uh, we might lose some people. Uh, <laughs> not because we said anything bad. No, but no, it would. Just, it could one of those moments where come you come off you'd the wrong be Listening to it and you'd be like, especially what, when you're drunk. What, what the and, fuck yeah, has this what's episode devolved into? <laughs> Yeah, so um, we're not gonna do that here, uh, unless we do, and then Colton edits it out. Either way, it's not gonna you're yeah. not gonna hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think tangent points. 
So uh, I'll say, how many points should we allocate to ourselves as a whole or to each person? I think I think it should be as a whole, and I think we should have a system where <laughs> every time we go on a, a tangent, we have to we have to mark it down, and when we get to a certain number, we both have to take a shot. Oh, or something so it's like, like that. A punishment. Yeah. So if we if we hit more than like, you know, like a certain I don't know what the number would be. Well, <laughs> if you count the D- Disney, uh, and what we were just talking Weezer stuff, that's would Weezer. that be two tangent po- tangent points? Yeah, I think that's two tangent points, and m- maybe it's like if we get if we reach like if it's like ad- topic adjacent, I think that doesn't count unless we go too long. Yeah, uh, maybe that could be <laughs> half a point if it's like kind of in topic. Um, <laughs> Right now, I think talking about the tangent points is a point. Yep. Yeah. We're avoiding it's it seems like we're avoiding the subject. Yeah. At this but, point. Um, uh, so yeah, we have <laughs> I got us with three tangent points and I say when we get to let's be nice to ourselves, when we get the ten tangent points We gotta take as a, a shot. total, we gotta take a shot. We have how to about, take a shot. How about this? So, we we have an unopened bottle. Of Wild Turkey 101 here. <laughs> so if we reach 10 tangent or, points, or do we we take a shot of that? Do it over various epi- like a number of episodes. Like once we get to like 30 tangent points, then we have to do something really. No, I think let's just stick it to 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we have to take a shot of something we don't like. Uh, I didn't say that necessarily. I mean, <laughs> unless well, you want to <laughs> take a shot of orange bitters. God. I don't. I don't have like nasty stuff here. Yeah. Why bitters. would you? I mean, why would you keep nasty? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. I don't buy. I don't buy liquor. I don't like. <laughs> That's the problem. Should I get a bottle of Malort? <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? Malort? We should just get a real. Yeah, a really cheap uh, <laughs> liquor that we both uh, hate. Yeah. Because uh, if it's a good shot, we might want to get more tangent points, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Wild Turkey 101 here is the first. So should the max be the 10 mi- tangent points? And Actually, you know what? To keep things on topic, even though we're not on topic right now, I'm going to make it a little bit tighter. Okay. We get a maximum of five tangent points oh, shit. in episode. So we're already at three. However, <laughs> we can have a stipulation. Uh, if we we can vote to veto it the tangent points however those points continue on to the next episode yes okay so that means on the next one we start out with five so if we go on a tangent we have to take a shot yeah man i love the system good system i gotta i gotta write this all down though uh so veto. We're already forty minutes into the episode. <laughs> veto. We, <laughs> we should. We should probably get on topic at some. I point. refuse. <laughs> I, I have to finish my point system. You can get on. Uh, you can. Uh, you can get on topic. <laughs> veto. But points. Carry on to next episode. <laughs> But you know what's good about that uh, loophole there? That's a loophole. I gave us a, a loophole. Because yeah. Yeah. if you veto and then use your tangent points in the next episode, that means you have clean slate. 
for the yeah. one after. That's true. That's true. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like this Oktoberfest. But anyway, I don't know how you did your went about your uh, your research for. Uh, or should it be five tangent points apiece? No. Okay. As a whole. Okay. I'm as done. A whole. Let's just let's just roll with it. Let's but I'm gonna make sure I. Uh, let's just roll with it. Uh, <laughs> I th I think five I think five for an episode. We're actually typically really good about not going on too many, um, unrelated tangents. Sometimes. Yeah. May maybe there will be certain episodes where we say. But we're, I, I we're would doing say away with the with this rule because um, this is a very unorganized episode. I would say if it's uh even if it is related, if it goes on too long, it counts as a point. Yeah. And we'll determine what too long is. Yeah. This is very subjective. Like right now. <laughs> Anyways, let's you you're the master. You can edit out whatever. You gotta keep the tangent points bit in though. Yes. Because the listeners have to know about that. And eventually if we have uh, enough listeners and if we actually get a big following and we're like, hello, we're big podcasters. If you know, I'm just saying, I want a guy, not us, because it's too much work, to make a spreadsheet of the tangent points. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so get on it. All right. <laughs> Anyways, haunted roads, highways, etc. Yes. In America? I did not keep it to just America. Oh, nice, because no. I heard there's a lot in the UK. I, I got some... I, I got Probably some, all over the world. I got a list here that has... Because America... A few from <laughs> uh, from around the world. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's some technical things going on with one of our cords. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, anyway. It doesn't feel like I it's I think mine. it's fine. <laughs> Haunted Roads. Yeah. They, don't, ha they yeah. don't have that in America. Yeah, I got I got <laughs> I, I, I just went about this real simply and... Uh, wow, this I love this. Found a list of... <laughs> Look at the font. It's Haunted like Roads. Is that Ariel? I'm not sure. Uh, Helvetica. Yeah. Helvetica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is we are familiar with dangerousroads.org. Oh, I have one from that website. Oh, and yeah, you? it's the most plain. Yeah. Uh, you screenshot it. It's the most plain <laughs> website uh, you know, ever. I, I kind of appreciate it. but uh, It's straight to the point. Dangerousroads.org. I've got a couple other lists. Uh, Travelleisure.com. List yeah, and I got a couple specific com. roads. I got articles on very specific roads, not a whole list. Yeah, but, I got a we uh, weird New Jersey. Yeah, Clinton Road. That's Clinton one I got. Road. Okay, because well, uh, I heard, as far as I've researched, maybe. Clinton Road is like one of the weirdest, spookiest roads. Yeah, there's in quite a few spooky things that it can that happen. happen there. Yeah. yeah, a lot of haunted roads just have like one or two spooky. Or it's things. just purely just like. Yeah. BS, like none of it's real. But Clinton Road has a, a whole list of spooky. It has books. enough where I think there could at least the community community around it believes in it enough to keep the legend alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, while it is Spooktober, I'm not going to be like the skeptic the whole time and like ruin everything. Well, it's the local legend. It's just uh, like it's one of those types of things. With anything like this, especially. It's, it's un unlike, you know, um, Route 666. There's which actually... Is, which is near us. It's close enough to us that it could be considered, like, kind of local. Yeah. But there's not... I, you, there's people not anything people about it. People don't talk about it. It's yeah, not the like only a thing, local legend. Well, and it's not 
Well, I think if it was still called Route 666 on the maps and on the sign, yeah. then I think I'd driven on it a long time ago when it still was. Oh, really? Like, it's oh. st- it was still called that. I probably didn't. I remember my dad, yeah, he told me about it. It was like... First time I would have drove, driven through that area was, a, I don't know, about a decade ago. Yeah. And it's it, that was after. Well, yeah, I used to travel out west a lot, and we would have to go that way sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh. But, yeah, Clinton Road. <laughs> Clinton Road, yeah. It's in New Jersey, as mentioned. I don't know specifically where in New Jersey New Jersey countryside. Yeah, I New assume. Jersey's not that big of a state, so it's uh, yeah, you could find it's probably easy. I to heard find. it's got a great countryside. <laughs> um, Give but but there's a whole list of things, Garden and and the, my favorite one that I read about is the 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 ghost of the little boy. Yeah, you like throw a coin and he'll throw well, it back. There's like two different. Well, there's a few different like versions of it. There's one that says like, if you stand at a bridge, throw off a coin, he'll throw it back to you. Um, but it's there's like multiple bridges on Clinton Road, and it's people make different claims on which bridge it is that you have to, the haunted boy lives under. Um, but I I heard one account that said, oh, but if you stand too close to the side of the bridge, the boy might try to push you off of it. Yeah, and apparently he, the boy, I don't know when, but let's just say a long time ago. He got like left under. He like fell under the bridge and like he yeah. slowly died. And like I was listening to a podcast about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a how it, ironic. The ghost lives under the bridge. Yeah, it lives like, under the bridge like and you a throw a coin and throw it back. But if you go too close, try to push you in. Yeah. Uh, this article. I, I thought that was. A this cool article one. says uh, New Jersey's Clinton Road is known for an incredible amount of strange tales connected to it. Uh, mob hitmen. That's just New Jersey. Yeah, there, there's there's <laughs> just there's also a lot of like just um, shit that happens, just like crazy shit that that's uh, not supernatural. Uh, KKK meetings uh, up col- there. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, New Jersey. But it's yeah. More uh, of us. KKK is around the whole country. No, I know that's uh, the unfortunate. But like KKK thing. meetings, uh, Satanist cults, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, satanic rituals, ghosts, bizarre creatures with red eyes. That's just your. Uh, yeah. That's just the light shining. Um, <laughs> menacing pickup trucks. Ooh, menacing. Imagine a menacing pickup truck. Close your eyes. I imagine uh, it's a bit rusty. It's got the Punisher logo on the back. And <laughs> a Punisher logo that is with a blue, clearly with a, with a blue, blue stripe, line with a blue yeah. line on it. <laughs> That's just clearly. And there's a skeleton on it. That the. A Punisher logo that makes right. that makes it clear that whoever's driving the truck is, knows nothing <laughs> about the Punisher. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, um, <laughs> I see those all the time. I'm like, y- y- well, there is some comedian who is like, uh, oh, the Punisher. You know his his main superpower is a blatant disrespect for the law. Yeah, <laughs> but cops love the, the Punisher. Logo, though, by the way, Punisher hates cops. Didn't Marvel stop using the Punisher lo- the old logo? Well, the old, old one is not the one that's used. It's a modern Punisher logo that they use on the stickers. Yeah, but they, but they uh, since then have changed in the comics the Punisher logo again. I think they went back, though. Oh, I, I think yeah. they did change it during that, like when it was, you know, yeah. all right. But, was, but, I mean, there, there is one story. But no, they've there, there's a story of her. Of, it. I of hate a, it. A ghost pickup truck or a ghost uh, semi truck on Clinton Road that will drive 
uh, behind you with its lights, like brights on, and will try to run what you off asshole. the road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Piss off, ghost. What an asshole, ghost. <laughs> with the brights. Yeah. I mean, I already have to deal with that with just pe- living people, you know. Yeah, not no, turning I, off the brights. I hate brights. Uh, I mean, I love them, <laughs> but I hate it when people don't turn them off and when they're dicks. Um, <laughs> no. Um, and by the way, I just wanted to say, like, so the little Punisher tangent that fit within the conversation. It doesn't constitute it was as a, a point. Natural... If it went on, let's say, like another three to five yeah, minutes that w- then that was a natural that would tangent that was a natural tangent that was related that wasn't just us talking about whatever yeah, us clarifying information yeah so that does not count <laughs> as a tangent point i, I just want to keep that clear <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i've seen youtube videos of people they put a gopro on their car and they drive through clinton road at mm. night of course and they oh, go yeah, do they yeah. they do the coin thing and they probably fake it unless unless there actually is just someone that goes down there to throw the coin back or it is a ghost i don't know i don't know but (laughs) i wouldn't say that i don't believe in ghosts but i've never had an experience with one i've only had like i'm enough of a skeptic where i'm like until i actually have an experience i'm gonna I've had some sus things happen, but I've never, like, straight up seen a ghost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But whenever, yeah, whenever I hear about stuff, if people, like, sound terrified, I'm not going to be like, well, actually. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just listen to their story. I'm not a dick about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that was probably just a. Either way, even even if I don't believe someone actually experienced a ghost, I enjoy a good ghost story. Or maybe someone had a. I listen to their stories. I love, yeah, I love it, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh there's a castle on clinton road though that's awesome uh, yeah Ooh, that looks spooky uh i don't know much about this castle but uh it says uh yeah uh let's see what does it say about it i'm trying to <laughs> i love how there's just like a random ass castle and estate. Yeah, in a country that's not old enough to have castles. (laughs) Just some rich guy that decided. There's a castle in Oklahoma that just some rich guy decided to build that he wanted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. I I, I didn't pay much attention to that part of it, but I thought it would be cool to mention. Uh, Oh, cross cancel. Yeah, a castle. This 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 is straight from uh, weird weird at New Jersey. dot com. Weird NJ. dot com. Um, castles seem to have always been the inspired. Seem to have always inspired the imagination. Cross castle is no exception. Exception for centuries, writers have chosen mountaintop castles as a setting for their tales. Uh. Uh, so. Well, yeah, in this article I'm reading from Daily News about Clinton Road, they say, oh, Clinton Road feels lonely rather than unsettling during the daytime. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as soon as it's... See, I mean, any road, especially out in the country somewhere, can be spooky at night. Hell, even in the city, like, if it's empty especially, it's getting so it, into... Cross Castle is an abandoned road, um, apparently... 
teenagers go to a party there. But you know, like getting into liminal space territory again, just like a empty, you know, highway. Yeah. No cars. There's nothing particularly. There's nothing happening. There's you don't see anything weird, but it's just that unsettling feeling of loneliness and yeah ba basically cross cross castle is just like there's local legends about it being haunted um but it's mm. also a popular spot for teenagers to go party of course uh. <laughs> <laughs> let's so, get the keg at the let's yeah. party at the castle exactly yeah well it's an abandoned <laughs> like property so of course that's where yeah and no one's gonna stop party. them yeah there was Except a there the was ghost. a place in my hometown that i remember hearing there was like an abandoned lot kind of up this dirt road on the mountain base because I lived where I lived was right um, on like the base of the foothills of the mountains. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was this abandoned lot up there in the woods that... Uh, Let's go I've smoke heard, some doobies. Yeah, I've heard... I remember hearing stories of it being haunted, but it was also the kegger spot. Yeah. Uh, and I never, <laughs> I never experienced any haunted shit going on there. It didn't even seem very creepy to me. Um, yeah, but but I remember hearing stuff about it. But you know, abandoned lots. You go party. That's what you do when you're a high school kid. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you would do. <laughs> and it's actually quite sad. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> there's um a couple um urban legends uh, back home in Oklahoma that I could mention. Uh, which I don't, you know, they're just urban legends, but uh, one, and uh, many states have this one uh, when I was looking it up, like every state basically has this um, mm -hmm. or a lot of them uh, crybaby bridge there's always a crybaby bridge where supposedly you'll hear a baby crying under it oh. at night at a certain time and we had a crybaby bridge uh, by a lake, by a big-ass lake. Okay, yeah, I've heard stories like that. We didn't have and, one near where I grew up. but uh, And when I was little, I did believe it because I believe it. Maybe, maybe it's partly because we, we don't have – we didn't have, like, rivers where I grew up. So all the bridges were, like, highway overpasses where homeless no, people No, it's like a out, so, lonely country bridge. Yeah, so so all the bridges near where I grew up were, like, if you hear someone, something crying – it's, it's just probably like a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> so so you leave. Which can also be freaky. Which is maybe even freakier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's supposedly I forgot if there was like a certain time, but like at night if you stay there, like you'll hear a baby crying. And I remember someone did it or obviously I don't know. I remember like really believing it and being there at night. And my dad really convinced me that it was real and everything. Mm. And my sister convinced me that it was real. And, you know, this was when I was real young, just like a, just like five, six years old. And um, I, but I do not recall, and I know I would remember this because it would be a shocking thing. I do not recall a crying baby, but I just remember <laughs> the idea of it scaring me enough than anything actually happening it's it's freaky uh, uh and also a lot of times we would be out on the lake all day and be driving back home at night and we would go over a bridge at night and like probably probably i mean i grew up in an area where there wasn't a lot of stories of haunted stuff yeah uh 
because it was a pretty newly developed area. Yeah, you're not going to... But my dad, when I was little, he worked in the next town over, uh, Riverside, California, um, which is older and has a lot more, like, haunted, spooky stuff. Uh, the one I remember most is um, there's this, like, park there, and it's a, it's a big rock formation... So like a hill, kind of like uh, you see it in the Southwest a lot. These like hills with a bunch of rock formations and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a uh, you know people go there hiking, people go there for rock climbing, all sorts of stuff. It's called Mount Rubido. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of stories about uh, it being haunted. The one I remember is that you go out there at night, and the story is that there's these like little uh, uh, little goblin little people like Ooh. creatures that will that haunt it. Spooky. Uh, <laughs> I hate. Yeah, I uh, had a. For a little while, I had a thing with little people, and I know my uncle did as well. I, he always told me about it. He was like, "Yeah, I hate like Chucky and like little people, little goblins, little." Oh yeah, like goblins you know, and trolls. Yeah, and stuff like that. Little things like that. Um, and I have a and yeah, there's the uh, the most famous. It like, sounded really bad for a second when you said I had a thing with little people. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I didn't say that, Colton. You did say that. I said I, I had, you, and then you... You, you, d- you did say that, and then you clarified you meant, like, goblins and things like that. Oh, yeah. No, I had a thing, a scary thing with yeah. little people, yeah. Not 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 little people, little people. Yeah, like, um... <laughs> Le- leprechauns and... Wee Man. I, I, Wee Man. <laughs> I, I always loved Wee Man. Wild Wee Man has appeared. Wee Man was my favorite on Jackass. Oh, he's always my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I always loved Wee Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> another uh, uh, big uh, scary thing, supposedly in Oklahoma, the spook light. And um, I believe it's somewhere off of Route 66. Ooh. Um, I grew up like a mile from And apparently, Route 66. from my research, there's a lot of haunted just locations along Route 66. Yeah. It is America's, you know, the mother of highways or whatever they call it. The, uh, America's, it was the longest highway when it was It built. was like one of the original cross-country yeah. highways. It goes from... So, yeah. It goes I mean, from uh, California all the way to... Geez, like what? Like Mississippi? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, it goes all the way from Chicago to L.A. Oh, does it go to Chicago? Route 66. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Route 66, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I, why I grew so up about, about, about a mile off the road from Route 66. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It goes through uh, goes through my hometown. It's not called Route 66. It's called Foothill Boulevard but <laughs> in that town. But uh, it is Route 66, though. But, yeah, the spook lights uh, are in the tri-state area of Missouri, Oklahoma, and... Um, Kansas, and um, they supposedly like on the road. You'll see like these floating lights hmm. in the distance, and I feel like a lot of haunted roads like float over like, you, floating lights and, like, and shit, like stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's uh, in yeah, Quapaw, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, and apparently, so according to legend, the spook light was first seen by. Indians along the infamous Trail of Tears in 1836. However, the first official report occurred in 1881 
in a publication called the Ozark Spooklight. The ball of fire, described as varying from the size of a baseball to a basketball, dances and spins down the center of the road at high speeds, rising and hovering above the treetops, before it retreats and disappears. Others have said it it sways from side to side like a lantern. Being yeah, I always heard it was like a lantern or something. Mm. In any event, it kind of makes it creepier. Yeah, yeah, it does. In any event, the orange fire-like ball was reportedly been uh, appearing nightly for well over a hundred years. According to locals, the best time to view the spook light is between the hours of 10 p.m. and midnight and tends to shy away from large groups and loud sounds. I think one time we tried to go see it and we didn't see anything. Uh, but it was it was creepy in the woods and everything. And I mean, that was enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but explanations, many explanations have been presented over the years, including escaping natural gas, reflecting car lights and billboards, and will of the wisp. That's not an explanation. <laughs> The will of the wisp. That's enough. That you're going down a whole other yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, you see. Uh, it's like if you see. A, it's like if you. It's like if you were to see a ghost, and and you'd be like, no, 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 hold I on. I can explain it. I'm going to explain it logically. Yeah. It's obviously not a ghost. It's probably an apparition created by a wizard. Yeah. Like. Okay. Okay. That's that's not a better explanation than a no. ghost. <laughs> uh, so the, as to, as to the theory of escaping natural gas, which is common in marshy areas, the hornet light or spook light is seemingly not affected by wind or rain. And how would itself ignite? Uh, the idea that it might be a will-o'-wisp is discounted, as the biological phenomenon does not display the intensity of the ball light seen during the devil's along the devil's promenade explanations of headlights or billboard billboards are easily discarded as the light is seen years before automobiles or billboards and before even a road existed so it has been like reported yeah um for a while but i think it actually is like natural gas like something going on Huh. Uh, it actually, is, okay. is kind of cool when uh, Route 66 haunted news. Occur, like haunted sightings and stuff like that can actually sometimes be ex actually explained. So Spooklight uh, legend was debunked more than 70 years ago. For decades, oh. locals of the tri-state, this is from um, Route 66 news, very kind of similar look looking website to the Highway Road News. I wonder if they're like partners. Maybe. <laughs> but for decades, locals of the tri-state area of Missouri, Oklahoma, and Kansas have talked about the so-called spook light phenomenon that occurs on the country road near the hamlet of Hornet, M Missouri. It's been described as a flickering ball lie, yada, yada, yada. Here's one catch. It's not so unsolved. I was aware William Lee's Heat Moon, best known for best-selling Blue Highways, wrote his 2008 book, Roads the Q.O.'s. The spook light was created by distant automotive headlights along Route 66 to the west. <laughs> but the solving of the mystery goes back further. Writer Paul W. Jo Johns, who's been writing for the Marshfield Mail and Christian Country Headline at newspapers in Missouri, recently wrote a series about the spook light. Okay, that's the whole series. I don't want to click those links. Let's just say Johns has done a lot of good research from contemporary newspaper accounts about the phenomenon. Namely, 1945... Dr. George W. Ward, formerly of the National Bureau of Standards and of the Midwest Research Institute, 
first theorized the spook light was caused by a refraction of automobile headlights hmm. to the west and over the distant range of hills that created a visual effect of a moving, bouncing light. About a year later, Major Thomas shared of Camp Crowder near... Oh, God. <laughs> Neil Show, Missouri, investigated. Major Arm with a... Engineers transit a telescope and walkie-talkies investigated. From Spooklight Road, he used his telescope to spy an area about 10 miles to the west, where the lights might originate. Next, he used an airplane to survey the terrain from Spooklight Road to the area he figured was where the light originated, and found a road that was in line of sight at Spooklight Road. Figuring that it was an automobile headlamps that created the Spooklight, he stationed an automobile there, and after dark, he had flashes headlights. The observers back at Hornet saw the signal flashes, thus proving Major Sherd's theory. So, basically, if you didn't get it from that, um, what happens is in the distance, in the rolling hills, the light refracts and away from headlights where it looks like a ball. Hmm. But what's interesting is that supposedly it was reported... Back in the 1800s, but that could have been someone with a lantern or a carriage. Yeah. I mean, it's not like not like lights existed back then. It's so, explained, you know. but still But what I really like about freaky, it, though. it's always an urban legend I heard about, and that was popular around our area, that it was spooky. I personally find... And what a, I appreciate... When an urban legend gets explained... When there's like actually logically. people that research it, yeah. when it's enough of a thing that actually is happening, yeah, where it has to be explained. Yeah, I, uh, I find when an ur- when there's an urban legend like uh, something like that that gets explained like logically through like research and stuff, it doesn't ruin the legend in my opinion. It um, kind it ki- it takes away the mystery takes, obviously, but, but at the same time. It's, it's still like it does. It actually it does. It also grounds the legend. It grounds the legend, but it's enough where what I like about it, it makes it um, tangible. Well, it's like this well, actually is happening. Yeah. Well, it's like me as a very skeptical person. If I if someone were to tell me there's a ghost a ghost story a haunted hotel, I'm like, okay, that's a cool story. But I'm well, skeptical. Think- I'm skeptical. So unless I experience it, I won't believe it. But then they come to me and say, "I think you're on oh, the right there, track." There's actually a scientific explanation for what people have been seeing. I and think I, to me, as a person who didn't believe in the ghost in the first place, I go, "Oh, well, it's still a cool story." And now you have this thing to add well, to it I, I, that's also interesting. I think you're on the right track, but I think whether it's scientifically explained or they actually find an explanation or not. Yeah. I think if it's enough where it warrants research, yeah. like if it's actually oh, yeah, yeah. a thing that's happening. It makes it more of a tangible thing yeah, as well. Um, now, like, if they come out and they're like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck it is, then that makes it spookier. Well, because well, then it was actually. Cool is what, even if there is like a scientific explanation that takes away from the spookiness of it, it's still tangible enough where you go, okay, well, you might experience that. You could go out yeah. there and you that could happen to you. That's kind of cool. Well, yeah, it's like if Bigfoot um, was finally uh, categorized and scientifically yeah. explained. I, I that doesn't make Bigfoot here, any uh, less. Now, these aren't highway-related, but they're on um, Route These is all Route 66. But here's, here's the thing, Colton. Imagine a world, a scenario where Ooh, hold through, on, hold si- on, hold through science... Shall I open up a Colorado Colch or a Fellowship? The IPA? Fellowship. The, the Fellowship. Um, 
But th imagine through science and rigorous if testing, you want that, you can. plenty of scientists test it. It goes through everything you gotta do to get a theory, and everything. And then they're like, they prove that fuck ghosts are real, and here's the explanation. Like imagine that. Like be, if that just wild. happened, that'd be wild. <laughs> it's I, like I, I'd be like, whoa, that's <laughs> like like I said, like I'm Ghostbusters, a, you I'm know, a, where it's like I said, grounded I'm, in science. I'm a skeptic. I won't go as far as to say I definitely believe that ghosts don't exist. Yeah. I just, I've never experienced. I've but never, I think. With the, I've never personally had a haunting. I think a problem like, like with the scientific community and invest, you know, getting, dipping their feet into anything like that, that seems like so obviously fictitious. It's, it's just urban legends. I think. If there's enough of it happening, I think it could be investigated. But I think the problem is they wouldn't want to investigate it because it would ruin their credibility. Yeah. Because I mean, even if one science, like researcher from. I think it's more like I think it's more like a lot of uh, researchers say, OK, it's not that they wouldn't want to investigate it because you and me have both been to college. We know the types of people who would go on to get but these it wouldn't degrees be passed and stuff. Through. But like, and every single science major I've met would love to investigate paranormal shit. Yeah, they just know it's probably a waste of their time, mm -hmm. so they're not going to do it. And you know what? I'm a firm believer of that. There's still plenty, actually, a shit ton of things that we still cannot explain with science. Yeah, at least not now. Yeah. With our current like, like I, I, I have a degree in technology. history, and me as a, a historian, I go, I would love to spend my time investigating um, if there's any truth to Greek myths. But right. I, but yeah. I know that would likely be a waste well, of time. Well, here's a funny... Here's Sometimes a good, there is, though. Here's a good it's tangent. Um, for, as far as I know, for a long time, the whole legend of Troy... And the Iliad, yeah, yeah, we Troy existed. Was considered, was thought to be myth. Yeah, and then they this what's his name blew it up, where he thought it was, and actually blew up a lot of the ruins. Yeah, TNT. Yeah, back like in the late eighteen hundreds <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he was right that it w was real. Yeah, no, no, Troy and existed. In fact, yeah. in fact, uh, we there Troy was destroyed and rebuilt many times. And yeah. you can see this in the layers of the ruins mm -hmm. um, on the, the layer top of, and at least one of these layers has is about the the era, the time period that the Trojan War would have happened. Mm -hmm. There are uh, arrowheads and things like that, and and a bunch of evidence implying that the city was attacked and burned. Yep, implying, yeah, during exactly the time when Homer said that the the Trojan War happened, Troy was attacked yeah and, and i think that's a case of yeah. homer just embellishing history oh yeah yeah making it well yeah you think about uh fun interesting homer i mean the way things Plus, are described in the odyssey the stories were passed on orally and, and they were passed on orally and also there's there's historical uh uh uh, I guess. But like, if you embellish a story, if you romanticize it, it would be naturally easier to remember. Yeah, but but even the romanticized version that Homer might have written that, still has that, true through it, lines. It still has true through lines, and it also is still historically relevant because Homer was writing it from his time period. So yeah, exactly. So when he's describing armor was, or weapons or people, he's actually it, describing the time period he was writing. 
So yeah, it's he's still, explaining. It's still even valid as well, a historical explaining document. Explaining it the way he would explain it in that yeah, time period. You can analyze it as and, like, okay, what can we learn about Homer's time and period? And I mean, <laughs> it's even for a young country like the U.S., we romanticize history literally all the time. Oh, yeah. We base our culture off of romanticized yeah, maybe, history. Maybe we do it too much. We uh, mythologize the West. We mythologize our founding. We, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah. Uh, so. I see it all the time where, like, uh, Americans say to British people, like, oh, we kicked your ass in the revolution. Like, no. No, <laughs> no we survived. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we gave them a hard enough time that, yeah. <laughs> that the British decide this is not worth the fucking effort. Yeah. Because you think of it from a British, British perspective, they had a whole empire of colonies. We were just a few of them. Yeah. But they didn't know <laughs> like, the... I, I will the, say... And the French were They regretted it because they didn't know the actual vastness of North America at that time. Oh, uh, they had a... They had a uh, idea, idea, but you know... Of it. Well, I mean, that was part of the French... Uh, the War of 1812, because the War of 1812 yeah. was not just a war... You know, the reasons for the War of 1812 had to, a lot to do with um, uh, Native American nations... Uh, that were sided with the British, allowing the British to like operate in their territory. But the United States yeah. was going, no, this is our territory. Uh, so there was conflict there. There's and a, in Canada, and there's other stuff related to other things. But yeah. that's that's a whole tangent. I, this counts as a tangent, though. I would say that's a tangent. Yeah, so that's, you went on one of your historical tangents. That, um, <laughs> in fact, that whole thing was a big tangent. Yeah, I have to be aware of it. So we have four, four. tangent points. I, I did bring up here a list that I found that was interesting because we were talking about Route 66. It's a haunt, famous route, a lot of haunted stuff. And I just I thought it would be cool to go through this list. You mean just quick. Route 66? Yeah, I Route 66. Oh, no, I said 66. I think I I, at least I think I said that. I sometimes. Maybe you stuttered and it sounded like. 66. Yeah, yeah. So I. Oh, by the way, I just want to say this Two Town Cider House Hollowjack. Pretty yeah. good. You want to try? I'll take a sip. Yeah. I don't have worms. Hmm. For a pumpkin spice type of thing, that's actually pretty good. It will because it's not too strong on it. It's no, no. Still tastes like a cider. It's on the sweeter side for a cider. Which they can be. But uh, that's not always a bad thing. Uh, and that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually quite good. And I'm, I'm drinking the Fellowship IPA right now. It's pretty good. You can have one of these if you like. Uh, nice. But anyway, I got this list real, real quick, and I'm just going to breeze through it real quick. Uh, haunted and creepy places. On A long route 66. Yeah, so these aren't legends about the, the, the actual interstate, but... Um, well, so wouldn't that constitute as a haunted road if it has a lot of yeah? That's that's haunted why, locations. That's why I'm justifying. That's how I'm justifying this list. Yeah, but I thought it'd be kind of cool. So we got uh, Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona, uh, opened in 1927. Big hotel. It's haunted. Spoiler. As spoiler, the, all these places are supposed to be haunted. Yeah, uh, a lot of big hotels are the supposed to be too. Caverns in Stanton, uh, Missouri. Uh, oh, here's the is yeah. oh it was the, the famous film. hideout of Jesse James. Apparently. Oh wow, Stanton, Missouri. Here's one I don't know about. Uh, the I might Belvedere have heard of it. Mansion in Claremont, Claremont Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I've only been. I had a friend wow. that was from Claremore. Claremore. I've never been there. Yeah, I said Claremont. 
because there's a Claremont in California. There's also a, <laughs> uh, a museum in Tulsa, it's a, Oklahoma. It's a beautiful house. It the is. Philbert Museum, which is supposedly haunted, very haunted. Oh, yeah. And it is creepy. It's a creepy museum. Nice. It's very – well, it's old oil money that built it, and it just gives off, like, we shouldn't be in here. Like, it's kind of weird that there's a museum here. Yeah. And they had King Tut there one time. And oh, I'm sure I, that always brings I saw this King Tut voodoo, exhibit once. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Oatman Hotel in Ooh. Oatman, Arizona. Now, what's... Built in 1902. Uh, originally called the Drulin Hotel. Uh, and it was... It provided rooms to miners. But after the miner the mines closed down, Room 66 travelers filled the rooms. Uh... Among the travelers were Clark Gable and Carol Lombard. Uh, that's that's cool. Uh, the staff report. I'm reading the haunted part, Colton. The staff yeah. reported uh, hearing couple laugh. The couple laughing and whispering together when their room was empty. Mm. Go back to the Oklahoma. I want to see what it says about it. I mean, it's probably it's a short one. It's yeah, like uh, <laughs> a guy built it. And that's, why he, I'm, and, that's why I'm. That's uh, why I'm. And then he died. Through and most then, of it. <laughs> so. John M. Bayless began construction of the Victorian-style Belvedere Mansion in the early 1900s. He died before he could see it completed. Okay, of course, you have the die part. Um, his family completed the home after his death and continued to live there until 1919. Good for them. Hmm. Uh, however, some say the spirits never left. Today, the mansion is on the National Register of Historic Places. Oh, that's cool. Uh, visitors at the haunted place have heard toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They've heard toilet flush on their own and felt someone had touched them when they were completely alone. Well, let me tell you something. I've been in a lot of hotels with really thin walls, and you hear toilet flushes a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Natatorium in Amarillo, Texas. However, a spooky toilet flush, that can get you. It can, yeah. <laughs> I was hearing some weird stuff in my apartment this today. Neighbors. I, was, I thought I was hearing voices and stuff like in the you other probably room. probably were. Yeah. Because neighbors. Uh, <laughs> the natatorium in uh, Amarillo, Texas started as a nightclub. Uh, Amar became, I'm not a fan of Amarillo. Yeah. It's uh, just and a became a music venue, <laughs> attracting artists like Buddy Holly and Little Richard. Nice. Apparently nice. haunted. Uh, the Rialto Theater. Uh, uh the thing I'm, about Amarillo, real quick, it's yeah. the armpit of America. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, the Rialto Theater, Pasadena, California. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to tell you anything about the Rialto Theater because we talked about it in our Haunted Places episode. Uh, was it last year at Spooktober? We did. We talked about this we one. We talked about the Rialto Theater. So go listen to the Haunted Places episode. I think that was the first Spooktober. From the first Spook. I think yeah. you're right. From the first Spooktober. But just a quick... Uh, Spark notes on it. It's a haunted theater. But, like, what's the thing that happens? Uh, haunted stuff. Wow. Voices, you're really, apparition. <laughs> you're, really, it's the, you're really trying to push people to that episode, it's, aren't you? Well, it, honestly, it's, uh, it says, uh, here's one. It says the women's bathroom stalls are set to shake on their own, and there's a ghost of a man, and the ghost of a man who went insane oh, I heard about that one. in the projector room. Yeah. But he, you had many more details about that, Yeah, yeah. I think. Check out the, the Haunted Places episode uh, on... Uh, one of our past Spooktobers. Uh, the number four, the Inn at eight three five in Springfield, Illinois. Uh, 
built in the nineteen in the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, it was the brainchild of businesswoman. <laughs> the Gilcrease Bell Museum. Miller. Yeah, it's the Gilcrease Museum, not the ah. Philbrook. I've been there, and it is very freaking dude. Every yeah, time yeah, I've been there. Yeah, that's number three. Gilcrease Museum in I've Tulsa, there, Oklahoma. I've been there as a child. I've been there as a teenager, as a, a adult. Every time I've been there, I get the heebie-jeebies. Like it's the, a creepy place. The museum place. was a passion project of Thomas Gilcrease, who passed away in 1962. Museum visitors have spotted Gilcrease wandering the grounds. The, st- the staff has have numerous stories of doors slamming on their own and Go- ghostly children Dude, running around the. I remember. Site. I'm pretty damn sure there was a time we I was parked by after a concert, played a jazz gig, and. Um, in fact, we were supposed to play a jazz gig there one time, but oh, wow. um, it didn't work out. But anyways, um, parked there. I was waiting for a friend, and I do remember, and it was most likely probably just actual kids. I remember yeah, seeing, yeah. like, some kids running around in there, but it was, like, it wasn't, like, 8 o'clock. Not, no, it was, like, midnight. So oh, that was yeah. a little yeah weird. But, yeah, the Gilcrease Museum. Oh, yeah, and then the next one is the Ghost Light of Ghost Joplin. Light, Joplin, Missouri. It's on the Missouri Oklahoma border. Uh, also, and it's a separate Ghost Light? Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not in Joplin, the, jo- the one I was talking about. The Joplin about. Ghost Light, also known as the Hornet Light in Joplin, Missouri. It must be in that area. There must be something going on uh, with the environment. Yeah. It, it does get a little marshy, a little swampy there. Yeah. And, and I will say, and, oh, then, and here we go. This Route six 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 outside Roots. Gallup. Yeah, I was just in Gallup a couple yep. days ago. I had to pee there. I, I don't did, like Gallup. Had to do a pee pee poo poo. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like Gallup. Let's see what it says. So, uh, all right. Well, technically, not, well, not technically part of Route sixty six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the devilishly named Route six 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 is a close proximity to the historic road. The supposed satanic stretch of highway runs from Utah to U- New Mexico, where it meets the Mother Road outside Gallup. It should come as dis- no surprise that Route 666 is the site of some truly creepy, unexplained phenomenon. Drivers are reported being chased by a pack of vicious, rabid dogs running at high speed. That's probably, probably just res dogs. Res dogs. <laughs> or coyotes. Yeah, either way. Uh, there nothing, have, nothing weird there. <laughs> there have also been several stories of mysterious. Oh, I did not hear about this mysterious one. Mysterious black sedan. Did I see a black? I might have seen a black sedan. But what's so scary I've s- about that? I've seen that? black sedans on on the on, highway. On that highway. Several stories of a mysterious black sedan speeding down the highway. How is that haunted? What's so spooky about yeah, a black sedan? Yeah, I've seen black sedans. Is there just something off-putting about it? Like I've un- seen black sedans on this highway. Perhaps an uncanny sedan where you can't yeah. quite your put your finger on it. Maybe. But it's, I've seen man, black sedans like that Prius. It's on a- <laughs> this highway, but they, I just was that's like, a, that's a normal-ass car. It, it's a persnickety Prius. <laughs> persnickety Prius. <laughs> uh, but when the vehicle seems to rapidly speed toward them, drivers pull over to avoid getting hits. That could just be a local, oh. like a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seconds later... Uh, the Phantom car seems to disappear of trace. It was renamed US 491 in 2003. Yeah. And I believe I've driven through there before 2003. I'm I very did not. sure. I'm when I was I'm little. About 90% sure I did not. But uh, I'm 90% sure I have because we used to go to California all the time and we would go that way. Yeah, yeah, you um, would. Yeah, from that You way. would. You yeah. would. Unless you want to go on Route 66. But 
the thing about actually driving on Route 66, you can. You know, but it's, it's stupid and slow. Yeah, it's gonna be way slower. <laughs> However, I heard a lot of bikers like doing that because you don't have to worry about other traffic. I mean, That's you. true. No, no. If if you're if you're in it for the road trip, for the road trip, you're not in a rush. Then then do it. You want to do it? Yeah, do it. Otherwise, take a. I'm, know, I'm surprised that's the Interstate top. 40. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised that's the top one because I've been on. And what I will say is just like, yeah, it's a creepy highway at night. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's in the middle of I, I basically think, nowhere. In New I think Mexico. there's at least like three or four times. I've Gallup's driven, a sus no, town. I, a lot of crime. I think there's at least but, three or four times I've driven down Route 666 at midnight. I. That is kind of the weird coin. The coin I've never uh, experienced anything spooky other than your typical driving at night. But I will stuff. say I drove through it with the big super moon, and you know, oh, yeah. and uh, I was the only one awake, and I was driving, and I was already getting tired. So yeah. you, you know, when you get to a certain level of tired, anything can be scared, become scary. At least one of the times yeah, when I when I drove through <laughs> Well, there. I wasn't hallucinating. I wasn't that tired yet. At least one but of the times when I drove through that area, it was like pitch black. Oh, yeah. It's At dark. At least one there, of the times. Yeah, um, but no, I didn't see anything spooky other than the typical tricks your eyes play when you're tired yeah, I mean, also, driving in the middle of the night. <laughs> also, uh, I'm the kind of driver, if I s- just so happen to see a ghost in the corner of my eye or whatever... I'm not gonna I would just it. keep fucking driving. Yeah. Like, and also, what's the ghost gonna do? Chase after me? <laughs> that'd be I'm going T1000 I'm, style. I'm going 75 down the highway. It's like, <laughs> but I'm. I just. I could see. Yeah, like there's the all kinds of things I could see that if I'm on a road trip and I'm just trying to get back home and I'm tired, I wouldn't care. Oh, I just wouldn't. Also, care. Also, my headlights are. I they're simply, not bad, but they're not the best. Mm-hmm. And I find when I'm driving in the middle of the night, I'm focusing on the road. Yeah. I'm looking at that yellow line, make sure now, okay. I'm not driving off the road. I will state that if a ghost just popped up in the middle of the road. Oh, that would freak me that out. That would freak me because then I think maybe I would, I'm going to hit somebody. Yeah, I would swerve. Because yeah. I've seen, and dude, this is a whole other topic, and it's not a tangent because it's related, sort of, because it's spooky, it's haunted, it's ghost stuff. If but, there has been any ghosts listen, on that highway when I've driven past it, you, I didn't notice. You didn't notice, yeah. I was paying it. <laughs> I was listening to music and paying attention to yeah. the, what's right in oh, front I'm of me. Oh, I'm always listening to music, especially yeah. at night. Oh, yeah. You're not going to catch me. Not, yeah, you got to keep yourself awake. A, yeah, especially yeah. if I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> And it helps with the creepy factor if you're listening to fun some some ska yeah, or some, maybe some Weezer. Some, some real big <laughs> fish or something. Yeah, yeah. real big fish. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> but I will say uh, maybe one day if we start doing more live stream type stuff, there's a lot of um, great, like straight up crazy Arab ghost videos. Oh, from, yeah. Like, Saudi Arabia, like over there, like a you lot know, of you crazy know, here's something we should and, do. like shit that like the guy is like, he's like. Basically, make sure to subscribe and everything, like, drop and yeah, subscribe. Yeah. But then he goes into an abandoned warehouse, and there's a witch lady. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> ghosts or not, there's crackheads in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and me both grew up in places where it's like, abandoned building? No, there's a tweaker in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. A stay, whole pack of them. Stay away. They will mug you. Yeah, or stab you, <laughs> or shank stab you. stab you or something. Yeah. We, ha- we have talked about doing a recording episode while driving on a road trip. 
Maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we record. Maybe we go on one of these while driving roads. down Route Six Six Six. Yeah, because that's the closest one to us. Yeah, it would actually. Unless be very, we went up to, um, it'd be pretty easy for. There's us to one do that. by Denver, which I might be living there. Um, yeah, but uh, so one of the most haunted. This is from Nine News. I believe it's a local. De- yeah, it's a Denver news station. But one of the most haunted roads in the U.S. is just a few miles from Denver. An 11-mile stretch of road between Brighton and Thornton is home to urban legends of hauntings and phantom, and because it's Colorado, phantom joggers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, so, uh, okay, I don't need the whole life story of this lady. That Okay, uh, but let's see. Um, eh, why not? Takes a lot to scare Stephanie Smith. She's one of the co-founders of Denver Ghost Hunters. We should join them. Or we should start our own competing thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I've always talked about ghost busting places. We should we should or, do some <laughs> ghost busting. I have the equipment now. I have the co- yeah. we have the costumes. We, we have the, the, the Let's the just gear, go on yeah. in and be like, "Hey, uh, we heard about ghosts here. We're going to bust it." We'll just down some beers. <laughs> yeah. We'll run down. Just right outside the building. Ghosts. <laughs> Because that's normal. That's normal. And uh, well, you well, know, actually, no. In the in the town we live in, it's normal. around it is Halloween normal. time. It's very normal. That is pretty normal. No, but I like you guys no. going down in some beers and going. We're here to bust. Well, ghosts. around Halloween time, that's fine. You know, that's good. That's fitting. It's it's great. But it would be even funnier to do it just like in <laughs> June. <laughs> We're here to bust some ghosts. <laughs> like not even. Remotely close <laughs> to spooky season, you know, just like we're gonna ghost bust it. <laughs> uh, pay us in advance. <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, it takes a lot to scare Stephanie Smith, uh, co founder of Denver Ghost Hunters, and spends a lot of time doing investigation in the city's spookiest of places. But she said she had a rare feeling of fear on Riverdale Road, a winding 11 mile that's a pretty good stretch, 11 mile road for a road, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, that yeah. connects Brighton and Thornton. I found that one spot, and I think there's something here. I don't feel alone. You know what I mean? Smith said. <laughs> we had a camera crew. Wow, they had the whole thing. Uh, we had a camera crew, visiting investigators. We're taking pictures, listening, trying to see if we're catching anything on camera. I start walking on this one side of the road. I start to feel really nervous. And it looked like, out in the distance, I could almost see the shape of a man. Probably one of your crew members. <laughs> <laughs> I remember these cowboy boots and that they were walking toward me and I felt really freaked out. You're in Colorado. There's t- there's always a guy in cowboy boots walking towards you. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked Wait, Okay. So I walked to the other side of the street and I felt fine. Over the years, I've brought different groups to this area and I don't tell them anything about it. So I have them walk where I walk and a lot of people, especially women, have this feeling like someone's going to get them. Not on the east side, only on the west side of the road. Riverdale Road has a history of alleged hauntings and urban legends, from the existence of literal gates of hell to the story of a man who lost his mind and burned his entire mansion while his family slept inside. Wow, that's that's heavy. Uh, The road is also home to so-called Joggers Hill, where the ghost of a murdered jogger is rumored to follow cars and tap on their sides. So just kind of 
Yeah, literally a jogger ghost. That's something a jogger would do. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they'd be like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> other other uh, urban legends involve a phantom Camaro and the ooh, vision of... Ooh. I know, yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> a ghost sedan. That's so vague. I like phantom Camaro. Uh, That's fa- what I want to see. A phantom Honda Odyssey. <laughs> A two thousand, a two thousand twelve Phantom Odyssey. It bad. just has a ghost sticker. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It has a ghost sticker of a ghost family. You know how people. Yeah, the yeah, ghost family. Because they died, so they became ghosts. Yeah. On the yeah. sticker. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's no real historical evidence of this anywhere outside of multiple blogs and videos on YouTube. Yeah, probably guys just screaming in their camera and saying, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and apparently cops hate having to deal with people like pulling pranks and shit there. Um, yeah, a lot of property damage and injury accidents on the road. You no, know, it's the whole thing. Like, if you think something's supposed to be scary and then you really get into it and you start doing stupid shit and people pulling pranks and you know it becomes dangerous because of the idea of it um yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it doesn't honestly from everything i'm reading about just skimming it doesn't really sound that scary even let's say even if it is real the ghosts are real you see a ghost camaro and a jogger okay <laughs> Why don't you just give me give me um a ghost the ghost of uh the long past John Wayne. That would be scarier. That would be scary because John Wayne was like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he would I would be like he would Oh fuck. Throw slurs. There's John Wayne <laughs> here to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> One of those, yeah, guys. There's a there's a place. In, well, I saw this. There's a, a place in this town in our in our. In Bill Burr was talking about. I, I like to go have breakfast, and it's great. But they have a picture of John, like a photo, like oh. frame, like painting of John Wayne on the wall, and I always just. Sit, oh, my great uncle loved John. I Wayne. just sit there. But I don't think he knew eating about... my hash browns and staring at John Wayne. I'm like, <sighs> but, but it's good hash browns. Yeah, because he did that. One. <laughs> yeah, he did it a lot of best. But no, it's funny how. Um, Oh yeah, Bill Burr. He was talking about he was talking about John Wayne. He was talking about how people bring up you know stuff from way long ago. Like, oh my God, I can't believe the thing he said. And because he was like, I hate it when people are like, Oh my God, can you believe what John Wayne said in a Playboy magazine interview in the early seventies? And like, Bill Burr's like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. The guy was born in nineteen oh seven. That's just how they were back. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah. That's not. Surprising. I can't believe that. And someone were like, "Can you believe?" He's like, that? "How do you can't?" He's like, "He already was canceled forty years ago." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. no, no. Every once in a while, I do hear stuff like that where it's like, "Can you believe so and so said this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can." Yeah. <laughs> can you believe Jack Nicholson said something kind of shitty or like, kind? Of like, <laughs> yeah, he's like seventy years old and on drugs all the time. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he's even older than that. Yeah, he's like eighty. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Um, here's another one that I found uh, interesting, um, because of the name mostly. I want to know about. <laughs> I didn't read about it. I want to know about it right here, right now. 
Zombie Road, mm. one of America's most haunted this roads. This came up in my research. In yeah. St. Louis County. Yeah. And I've been through there, through St. Louis a couple times. Driving out east. You know, see the Gateway Arch. I've never been an arch because the elevator goes up. Anything. Um, but in the city of Wildwood, there's a series of trails that cover a long gone road that is still recognized as one of the most haunted roads in America. Zombie mm. Road. I would stop it. Stop it, ads. Stop it. Stop it. I'm trying to read about this. Zombie Road. I was not a believer before. Totally a believer now, Alex Motosek said. Okay, good for him. On the night in 2013, after a horseback ride, she went for a late night walk in an area that's now in Merrimack Greenway, which is home to a series of trails like the Al Foster and Rock Hollow Trails. Before that, the area was known for decades as Zombie Road. Quote, there are stories that everyone has heard of this trail, and my aunt was in town, so we thought we may as well go check it out. We were back quite a ways. The road wasn't paved when we were walking the trail originally, so the brush was very high. She admitted that it was a supernatural skeptic of a t- at the time. On the walk, she started feeling some strange sensations. There was pockets of colder air, she said. Uh, we hear this high-pitched squeal, almost sounding like it was from a teenage girl. Young woman, she said. As we hear this sound, I feel this sharp pain in my leg. Her and her aunt um, hurried from the woods, but when she got home, she saw a sinister surprise. Ooh. Spooky. There were scratches on my legs. Hmm. Okay. She said she was wearing layers of leather riding chaps. None of her layers of clothing were torn. She assumes whatever scratcher wasn't of this world. Quote, I don't know any physical possible way I would have gotten scratched without there being some kind of marking on my half-chap leather. Yeah, you'd think so. Well, markings on my pants or socks, no tears, no nothing. It wouldn't be the first time something inexplicable happened in this area documentary called children of the grave also a banger uh, sabbath song spooky one uh maybe the boot brothers with spooked productions oh i love that spooked productions shows a paranormal team out at night with cameras along zombie road and a number of local interviews with residents of st louis county and police re- representatives um Five on your side spoke with one of the brothers, Christopher Booth. This is a lot of local reference. Oh, yeah, five or sides. That's the news. Okay. So the news team spoke with this guy, Christopher Booth, who's shared footage and photos of what he calls a shadow nest of children. A hmm. shadow nest of children. Shadow what? It's a terrifying sentence. That's Yeah, that's terrifying imagery. Yeah. The more I try to think uh. about it. Uh, Booth said... Uh, the still images were captured six miles into the forest, and shadow images appeared on the film after the photos were developed. Listed as one of the most haunted roads in America, the original zombie road is said to sit atop the site of one of the largest Native American burial mounds in the country. Wow. It's rumored to be occupied by spirits of indigenous people, Confederate soldiers, children, industrial workers. The list goes on. No, a lot of these, and hell, even like 
in fiction, like Native American burial ground. If something's built there or there's something there. It's the whole entire plot point behind Poltergeist. Poltergeist, The Shining. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And that's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, I will never mess with that. Dude, I I don't even take home rocks from if I find a cool looking rock when I'm on like a national park or a reservation. Yeah. Like, no, that's something. Like I don't. I mean, I, I. If you ever, PSA, for listeners, if you're ever on a native reservation or anything like that, and you find something like an arrowhead or a piece of pottery. Don't take it. Don't take it. That's that's Ill- not yours, and it's, it's also, illegal. It's illegal. No, yeah. like seriously, don't take it. You can get in big trouble if you get caught. You yeah. probably won't get caught, but don't take it. It's yeah. Well, like, not just because it's illegal. It's fucking it's, messed up. It's, it's messed wrong. up, and it's bad, and it's illegal. But also, like, dude, I, I don't even take on, like, cool rocks and shit. I'm like, do you remember when we lived? I'll tell you. I we, got... lived, we lived with Tristan, yeah. who, uh, if you listening, don't, don't. Uh, used are not, to occasionally be on the Yeah, podcast. yeah, back in the first season. The of early the podcast, days, yeah. Uh, we lived with him, and one time, I don't remember if it was you or me, went to Mesa Verde National Park. Oh yeah, he had to burn sage and everything. Yeah, he me. did. He did a whole thing like, um, burning sage and stuff. And I will say about Mesa Verde, and I'm sure there's stories about it and everything. But just from my experience, and this was just during the broad daylight, and they weren't doing any tours. They were doing they were doing some kind of um, maintenance or something down in the cliff dwellings. I forgot what they were doing, but I got to see like some of the little uh, homes, like the yeah that were built under like slightly underground and everything got to see all that and that was cool i was there and pretty recently it's yeah pretty impressive i mean because it was just carved out of the side of this uh, these cliffs the yeah. rock no it's which, it's it's wild but i, I remember and asking him about it and he basically said like the reason he did that why well, it's like it's taboo to go there yeah because he's like it's where people who are dead once lived yeah like that's and it, it was it's abandoned simple, it's as simple as that he's like well, like when it was discovered, yeah. they found like the dinnerware pots and stuff. Like they left in a hurry. Yeah, the Anasazi yeah. people. And no, when I was there, and this was in broad daylight, there was nothing to be spooky. Uh, however, I did feel just the sense of just very uneasy feeling just yeah. like i just felt like i shouldn't be here yeah i felt like i that, that's the closest i've gotten to, to to that i've gotten to very having, uneasy like, i did not feel comfortable like there. that feeling of like i am not supposed to be here no there's there's been plenty of times where i get those weird yeah. like intuitions gut feelings and if you're religious you know it just depends I'll, on your I'll, I'll admit even on road trips i've driven dri- driving late at night and stuff like that there's been a few times where i'm driving on a stretch of road where i'm like I don't just get anxious. S- I don't see anything, but I'm like, this is an uncomfortable. No, there's been times where I just straight up, I get scared for no apparent yeah. reason. Like it's very hard to describe. It's kind of similar to the liminal space idea where yeah, there's nothing inherently. It's, it's kind of related to that. Yeah. Scary or even creepy about it. It's uncomfortable. But you're in an abandoned place where yeah. there used to be people living just and some, even if it was hundreds like of years ago you just feel off or a thousand years ago it's just yeah it's yeah. very off-putting yeah it's like going yeah. into someone's house uh when they're not there like it it's not your house and 
it's just I mean, it's it's always weird. I remember when I was growing up, there were there were um, I don't know, it's weird ruins of cabins, stone cabins, and stuff like that up in the mountains that were like, uh, you know, early settlers here in California, and I would go up there with my friends and explore, and it always just felt weird. Not not yeah. like spooky, just weird. Yeah, and I remember uneasy. even go. I, I took a trip over to Europe and going into the the. the 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 Roman ruins and stuff like that, and it's like most most of it is cool, but like you know, occasionally you, you you're in a space there where you're just like, this is weird. Yeah, just existing here is weird, not spooky, just off. Well, yeah, it takes a little bit more for it to be spooky. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but not like I think I'm haunted or I think it's like cursed or nothing like that. It's just like. I'm just like I'm standing in this space and I'm like So this is off like I just Yeah feeling you can't shake. Yeah, I mean and yeah. we all get those moments of like gut feelings, intuition where we have to you know, our sixth sense or whatever, our third eye, whatever you believe in or wanna believe in. Yeah. Um is like telling something is off like even though there's nothing that your f- regular five senses can't detect you don't see anything you don't hear anything weird you don't feel you know but you get that uneasy feeling and it's strange it's weird it's just strange because it could happen in the most random places too i mean there's been times where but yeah driving down a road at night i'll get that feeling sometimes other times i'm comfortable but like uh, I think there's a lot of factors that contribute. It depends on how much you want to believe in something or what mindset you're in at the time or just, but there's been plenty of times where I was doing like with Mesa Verde, I wasn't going there because I was like, Ooh, this is supposed to be spooky or whatever. But when I went there and even not even going all the way into the dwellings, um, I just felt, like I should not be here. I felt uneasy. I just felt uncomfortable. This weird, just air of it's like creepy. Just, it, just weird. And yeah, I've only been there once, and I really don't think I want to go there again. I mean, it's nice. It's awesome. I think it's the kind of thing where I think you should see it because it's really cool well, and from interesting. An archaeological from an archaeological perspective. It's, perspective. It's, but man, I just I can't explain. Like I just yeah. felt strange there. Yeah. Um, I have a road. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> nice. But I have at least one last specific road nice. to talk about. Right, cool. I do have a list, but you know. Yeah. Let me look at this list real quick. Maybe I can cruise. Oh, what are you looking at there? Oh, your can uh, your uh, Google Drive. Yeah, I was just looking for a file that I don't think I have anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so I got one picked out. Uh, It's one I came across a couple times, heard about. Archer Avenue, and uh, just south of Chicago, in Justice, Illinois. It's probably one of the most haunted areas in the whole Chicago area. Hmm. Along this route, there are a number of locations that boasts more than their share of ghosts. Paranormal activity on the roadway seems to be anchored by both ends of cemeteries. At both ends by cemeteries, both of which have had their own ghost stories. 
Tucked away in Cook County, the most haunted part of the road is located between Resurrection Cemetery and St. James Sag Church. The road is paved and weaves its way through forests, lakes, and multiple cemeteries. Now, let me tell you about driving by or near cemeteries. Um, yep. Uh, on my way to my uh, high school, back to school, I would drive by a big-ass cemetery. And, well, and I never really thought about it, but every once in a while I'd be like, man, that's a lot of dead people there. <laughs> you know, but it never, funnily enough, it never really creeped me out. Uh, last but two, when last I visit. Two, last two summers in a row, I've worked at a cemetery. Oh, really? Yeah. With, oh, mowing the lawn and everything? Uh, yeah, that's what I did most of the time, but I did work at the cemetery. Oh, well. I never found it creepy. No, I. It's not a particular at creepy cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> it's an intri- unless it's like a creepy, like gothic one or whatever. I mean, they know. can be creepy. They but can I, be, but I don't find my experience being at a cemetery. If they're well maintained, I just feel I don't find yeah. Them if that it's creepy. nice, but if it's yeah, if it's uh, dilapidated, maybe at night. I've never been at, the, at night the, when I was working there. I, I I was never at night. I would yeah yeah from seven in the morning to. Three o'clock in the afternoon, type of thing. Yeah, never at night. I always, every once in a while, especially this time of year, I'll see a thing. It's like, you have to stay at one night at the cemetery, and you'll get a million dollars. Can you do it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a well, lot. I, I saw I'll some, do a lot worse for a lot less. I saw some post uh, online <laughs> that was like, um, it was like, uh, oh, it, you, you work in a haunted cemetery. And you have to work there at night. But you get like cleaning, you know, cleaning and doing benefits. maintenance and stuff. But you get like eighty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. And it's like shit. I, like fuck yeah, I would do that. That like, I would do such a good job. I like. <laughs> there could literally be uh, people performing satanic rituals. Yeah, I would do it. Dude, uh, yeah, eighty dollars an hour. Eighty bucks an hour. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. Like. like <laughs> there could be the biggest ghost in the world. There could be a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and I would be there. <laughs> so yeah, actually, no. that'd be pretty cool if Stay Puff Marshmallow Man was real. Um, I, I love that scene in Ghostbusters. <laughs> it just popped in my head. I couldn't help. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, uh, the road is paved, and we just wave through many cemeteries, and um. So apparently, uh, here's one of them. Ghostly monks haunt the areas around St. James Sag Church. If you it, hold on real quick, yeah, if, go you, if you worked eighty dollars an hour and you worked forty hours a week, yeah, typical you'd be making work week, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, 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 that's solid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I'll cemetery came to me and said, "You have to, we want you to clean and do maintenance on the cemetery, but you have to do it at night." At night, but if they were like, the "But it's forty hour, hours a week," I'd be like, "Dude, yeah, yeah, like." <laughs> Yeah, and I won't say that. Hey, that yeah, that might get to me after a while. It could be depressing or it could be spooky. But right, hey. here, here's the thing about working night shifts: is you, it makes it very easy to save money. Oh yeah. So you work night shifts. You could do that for a month, save all your money, and then be good for a while. You can yeah. quit. Oh shit! You could, you could yeah. quit if it was getting to you, and then just be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good gig. Anything yeah. for eighty bucks or not? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, what, what you but talking? that would be a salary job, I would figure though. Yeah, yeah, probably for that much uh, pay. for that much. Yeah. 
That's but, not the type of job that would that be a salary. W- but that pay. But that pay would, would be salary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and if I was, you know, if someone told me, you, actually, I can't come in and think. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. You have to uh, literally uh, shine this demon's shoes, but you get paid a lawyer's salary. Like four thousand out, and I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll shine the shoes on." Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> but, the, the one thing, the one thing I'll say about the cemetery work that is that the the one creepy thing, every morning, be there at six thirty in the morning, or seven sometimes, uh, vultures. Oh yeah. A whole pack of them, like a, like a couple dozen of them. Very interesting. Every morning, they just hang out up there in the yeah. trees. And that makes it spooky. They're kind of cool, though. They're <laughs> but, cool. Yeah, vultures, yeah, are, vultures cool. are kind of... They're cool birds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never, like... But anyways, I mean, it's a little spooky, but I never found it that spooky because I'm more like, oh, cool, look, vultures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but anyways, back to Archer Avenue. Uh, so, yeah, ghostly monks haunt the areas around St. James Sag Church. The gray baby lurks at the Sacred Heart Cemetery. Hmm. Ooh. I don't like that. The gray um, baby. And yeah, no. Phantom ho- Phantom horse riders cross the street in nearby 95th and Keene. But perhaps none of the supernatural tales is well known as the Resurrection of Mary. Our Resurrection Mary. Ooh, that's that's a creepy name. <laughs> is it? Are you gonna tell me? Is it an article? Or are you gonna give me a bunch? It's giving me a bunch of maps of like where to go. To, Resurrection to... Mary. I, I'll just say that seems creepy. Yeah, it seems oh. like something. I was expecting be... you to elaborate. I'm trying to elaborate. Does it not elaborate? I I thought it would. <laughs> I thought this dangerous roads website would elaborate, but it, no, no, it's just sending me directions how to get there. It's like go see for yourself, There's and I'm like, well, Resurrection Mary. I'm not driving all the way to Chicago just for Resurrection Mary. I'll drive there for the pizza because I've always wanted. They always say they have the best pizza. I want to go to Chicago. I've never been there. I I want the pizza. I know a surprising amount of people from Chicago. Oh, here we go. Here's the Wikipedia. I've never been there. Here's the Wikipedia article. Resurrection Mary is a well-known Chicago area ghost story or urban legend of the vanishing hitchhiker type. (laughs) <laughs> that type of yeah um, a type of folklore that is known in many cultures according to the story the ghost resides in resurrection cemetery in justice illinois a few miles southwest of chicago resurrection mary is considered to be chicago's most famous a ghost since the 1930s several men driving northeast along archer avenue between the willowbrook ballroom and resurrection cemetery have reported picking up a young female hitchhiker. Hmm. This young woman is dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have light blonde hair and blue eyes. There are other reports that says she wears a thin shawl, dancing shoes, carries a small clutch purse, and possibly that is she is very quiet. Hmm. Uh, the driver's, the dri- as the driver nears Resurrection Cemetery, she disappears into it. According to the Chicago Tribune, Full-time ghost hunter, quote-unquote, Richard Crow, was collected three dozen substantiated reports of Mary from the 1930s to the present. Hmm. The legend. The story goes that Mary had spent the evening dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom. At some point, they got into an argument and Mary stormed out. She left the ballroom and started walking up Archer Ave. She had gotten... She had not gotten very far when she was struck and killed by a hit-and-run driver. 
Unfortunately, that's a thing that happens quite too often. Anyways, he fled to, fled the scene, leaving Mary to die. Her parents found her and were grief-stricken at the sight of her dead body. They buried her in Resurrection Cemetery, wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. The Hinton Run driver was never found. Um, reported sightings. Okay, yeah, this doesn't go on too long. Just making sure before I get into it. Uh, Jerry Palace, a Chicago Southsider, reported that in 1939 he met a person which he came to believe was Resurrection Mary at the Liberty Grove and Hall in 47th of Mozart and not the O. Henry Willowbrook Ballroom. They dance and even kiss and she asks him to drive her home along Archer Avenue, exiting the car and disappearing in front of the Resurrection Cemetery. In 1973, Resurrection Mary was said to have shown up at the Harlow's nightclub on Soro Avenue in Chicago's southwest side. That same year, a cab driver came into Shet's Melody Lounge across the street from Resurrection Cemetery to inquire by a, about a young lady who had left without paying her fare. There were also said to be si sightings in 1976, 78, 80, and 89, which involved cars striking or nearly striking Mary outside of Resurrection Cemetery. Mary disappears, however, by the time the motorist exits the car. She also reportedly burned her handprints into a wrought iron fence around Ooh. the cemetery in August 1976, although officials at the cemetery have stated that, if, that a truck had damaged the fence and that there is no evidence of a ghost. Um, here is the um, burn marks on the fence. Oh, cool. So oh. there actually is the bear marks, but, you know, to me, I don't see handprints there. But, you know, who knows? And then, um, so, yeah, they said it was a truck that hit it, <laughs> which that sounds reasonable. But. And a, in January 31st, 1979 article in the Suburban Trib, Tribune, I assume, columnist Bill Geist detailed the story of a cab driver, Ralph, who has picked up a young woman, a looker, a blonde. She was young enough to be my daughter. 21 tops, that's gross. Don't say it like, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> don't say they're a looker and then they're like, it's like my daughter. No, that, that's That's weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's the, so. not, not to be ageist and be like, you can't have age differences, but that's fucking weird, though. Yeah, it's a, just don't involve your daughter. Your daughter don't in, it, yeah, you, you could have <laughs> just said she's a looker and then she's left young. it at that. You yeah. could, you well, you could even leave the young part, but uh, young enough to be. Come on, yeah. That, Anyways, that's, quote, quote. That's being weird. A couple miles up Archer, there she jumped with a start like a horse and said, "Here, here!" I hit the brakes. I looked around and didn't see no kind of house. Where I said, and then she sticks out her arm and points across the road to my left and says, "There," and that's when it happened. I looked to my left like this. Jackson just looked to his left. I'm imagining how he looked to his left. Yeah. At, at this little shack, and when I turned, she was gone. <laughs> vanished. And the car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. <laughs> Gase described Ralph as not an idiot or a maniac. <laughs> I, I hope no one describes me like that. Well, Jackson's not an idiot or a maniac. <laughs> 
But, but rather, in Ralph's own words, a typical 52-year-old working guy, a veteran, <laughs> father, little league baseball coach, churchgoer, the whole shot. So a typical Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Sh- uh, Chicagoan? Chicagoan. 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 Yeah, Chicago. uh, think about it. A 52-year-old working guy, veteran, father, little league baseball coach. <laughs> Churchgoer, the whole shot. That's how he said it. Uh, goes on. Uh, Gase goes on to say, the simple explanation, Ralph, is that you picked up the Chicago areas, areas permanent ghost, resurrection Mary. Mm. So the identity of Mary. Some researchers have attempted to link mes- resurrection Mary to one of the many thousands of burials in Resurrection Cemetery. Particular focus of these uh, efforts have been by. Mary, okay, have has been Mary Bregrevie, who died in 1934, although her death came in an automobile accident in the downtown Chicago Loop. In 1999, Chicago author Ursula Bilsky documented a possible connection to Anna Marisia Norcus, who died in 1927 auto <laughs> uh, accident while on her way home from the O. Henry Ballroom, a theory that has gained popularity in recent years. In popular culture, I'm just going to read this because it's pretty interesting. The bluegrass band, The Country Gentlemen. Have you heard of them? Nope. Anyways, <laughs> they had a song called Bringing Mary Home on their 1966 record of the same name. In it, the singer picks up a little girl named Mary who directs him to a house rather than the cemetery. She then vanishes from his car in the same manner resur- as Resurrection Man- Mary. The driver explains the situation to the home owner who tells him that mary died in a car accident 13 years before that she and that she he is not the first person to give her a ride home this version has been covered many times included versions by red savine and mac wiseman on his 1996 album the artful dodger singer songwriter ian hunter i think i've heard of him included the song resurrection mary in which a driver in or near chicago picks up a beautiful young woman with an incandescent glow who says to him, I'm trying to get to heaven. Can you tell me where it is? Three films titled Resurrection Mary and based on the legend have been released. One in 2002 starring Wilford Brimley. One in 2005 featuring Joe Estevez. And one in 2007. Doesn't say who's featured in that. Probably sucks. All three films portray Mary as a sinister or vengeful spirit. The Legend of Resurrection Mary was featured twice on Unsolved Mysteries, once in Episode 2 of Season 3, in the segment titled Resurrection Mary, aptly named, and in 1990, once on Episode 15 of Season 6, in the segment called One for the Road, 1994. Hmm. Um, that's great. Cool. Um, let me just say something. That was a lot of information about Resurrection Mary. Yeah. And the Dangerous <laughs> Roads uh, article literally just said, but nothing scarier than Resurrection Mary. And that's all they said. Uh, yeah. They could have included any of the backstory. legend. They just anything. <laughs> casually mentioned. Yeah. I, that's the scariest thing. I love when I'm reading something and they just casually mention something that makes you go, wait, oh, hold the fuck up. Wait, what? what? Like, I was, Excuse me. I was reading something. I was reading a book uh, 
for at least put it in the footnotes. Yeah, like, I was reading. A, I was reading a book uh, <laughs> not too long ago about like it was about like Mexican American immigrants like throughout the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, like migrant farm workers, mm. and it meant something. I was reading it and it mentioned the lost city of Atzlan. And then they just continued, and there wasn't even a footnote. I'm like, what the f- what? Where's the footnote? What? What? what <laughs> what's this lost city of Atzlan that talking about? And nowadays, you can just put a hyperlink. Yeah. You know? Come it's, on. It's the mythological home of the Aztec people before they uh, found oh. it. Uh, uh, but, but they didn't say that in the book. I was like, hold the fuck up. What was that? <laughs> oh, here's the IMDb <laughs> for the Resurrection Mary movie that came out in 2007. Hmm. Um... Anyone notable in it? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some small. Oh, Richard. Oh, I know that guy. Uh... Well, I suppose before we finish up, it here, gets two stars. Before we finish up here, I got, I got. I think maybe we can just go through this. Wait, list. here's another one: The Legend of Resurrection Mary. What, is this the one that came out in 2000? Oh, fuck. This one came out in 2021. They're Ooh. still making crappy uh, <laughs> indie movies about 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 this. Uh, Jeff Price nearly runs down a beautiful yet mysterious young girl walking alone by Resurrection Cemetery. Jeff offers to give her a ride, and by the time he drops her off, a mutual attraction is obvious. But Jeff's <laughs> but Jeff's life begins to spin out of control shortly <laughs> after he asks Mary, quote-unquote, to be his date at homecoming. I love... I, I want to see this movie. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we should definitely um, watch it. As, uh, one by, uh, as one by one, his friends are brutally murdered. Having spent time in juvenile hall, <laughs> Jeff becomes the prime suspect of who is Mary? Why is everyone around him dying? And will Jeff's desperate measures to clear his name put him face to face with a real killer? Ooh. And here's how obscure this movie is. There's not any ratings. <laughs> <laughs> like literally no ratings. It, it it seems like it's like a student film. Yeah. So cuz IMDb will they'll have anything on Oh there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, if you made a student film and it's out in the public, IMDb will find it. Yeah, it'll be on there. They will yeah. They will find it and kill it. Yeah. Essentially. I So I got, I figured By broadcasting before, before it to we the world. finish up here, we, we might go through yeah, some yeah, of these, yeah. these roads that are just like... Uh, it gets around the world? Around the world. Perhaps. Here, you got, so, uh, Twin Moon... Mun, I don't know how to pronounce that. See, it's already uh, starting great. Uh, road in China is haunted by ghosts. So the name uh, is a very congested highway located in Hong Kong. It links uh, Twin Mun and Sinwan. Uh, local, I'm probably vastly mispronouncing those words. Yeah. Uh, local for- We're ignorant. Folklore says it's haunted by the ghosts of those who have been killed while traveling. Uh... In, it was built in 1977 while Britain still governed Hong Kong. According to oh, local yeah. folklore, folklore, the ghosts appear in the middle of traffic, sending cars veering out of control. No, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Like the Archer, the Archer Avenue of Resurrection Mary, we'll never forget about her. But uh, <laughs> that one is semi-urban. Like it's in between, it's like Southside Chicago, everything. Like there's a lot of these 
roads we've been reading about though they're like out in the country where it's obviously going to be spooky and scary at night and everything but i think ones that are inner city i think that's you know interesting territory yeah it's a, it it's says like, these these ghosts hanging the road have caused people to veer off the road and die and, and uh, notably in 2003 a bus crashed and 21 people were killed and people say the spirits of them still wander around the area interesting we got we got here yeah i mean we got uh a3 motorway in croatia um it says a short section of the road between uh staro and petrovo selo and nova gratiska it was competence yeah is said <laughs> to be haunted locals blame underground water and dark forces for the carnage saying drivers experience hallucinations an unexplained phenomenon interesting uh, uh, the road is believed to be haunted Anything. due to the night high number of accidents and paranormal encounters so it's one of those Some things people where die people die because of the paranormal encounters making the road more haunted yeah um <laughs> yeah it says between times there have been 2,293 accidents, 54 deaths, and 180 serious injuries on that stretch of road. Oh, wow. That is a lot of accidents on that stretch of road. That's a, that is a lot, yeah. All right, here we go. Stocksbridge Bypass in England. Mm. Near Sheffield, situated in the north of England. The road is said to be haunted. Home of the Arctic monkeys. Many people have experienced strange happenings by on the bypass. Uh, the paved road is is part of the A16 and has been described as the killer road in recent years. It's haunted. Uh, let's see. Opened in 1988. Uh, gained notoriety due to a series of deaths, either from poor driving, speeding. Or the prior design of the road, uh, there are reports that security staff allegedly reported strange happenings in the sightings during its construction, including encounters with a ghostly monk. Oh, that's the second one with a ghostly monk in it. Yeah, that's pretty good. More than twenty-five um, lives have been lost on the bypass. Just more than twenty-five. Yeah, it says more than twenty-five. Yeah. That's not. That's vague. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at first instance, I'm like, oh, that's not that much, but it says more than 25, so M that could be M6, the the M6 in in uh, Britain says is Britain's most the longest road. motorway in the UK. Uh, what? It's only like five kilometers. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Well, some say all right, so. Uh, Reported sightings of Roman soldiers and phantom lorries. Oh, I did hear about this yeah. one. There, there was a guy that said uh, a whole like troop of Roman ghost Roman shoulder uh, soldiers, not shoulders. That'd be funny if it was Roman shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> just like the armor plating in the shoulder. And that's yeah. All you see. No, but uh, like pass by. And, yeah. You know. Says uh, others say they have driven past a troubled woman who is. Mm. Uh, constantly asking for a ride and a phantom lorry driving the wrong way along the carriageway. So Resurrection Mary's British counterpart. Yeah. <laughs> That's a common um, story. 
Uh, Alone Woman. I don't know if you ever watched the show Supernatural, but the first episode of the first season, the pilot, oh, really? is uh, has a, a, a ghost woman who will oh, uh, yeah? appear in your car as you're driving. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. The, see, that's another aspect that we didn't touch on. If it's outside the car, on the side of the road, fine. If it's in the middle of the road, yeah, that'd be scary. But if it just appears in your car, like in the back yeah. seat, like I always, I, don't like that. Yeah. I have a habit of checking my back seat, even if too. I'm driving alone. I do too, especially at night. If I get into the primarily car, at night, if I, I'll check I, the back seat even while I'm like. Even when I know when I get like, when I get like, into my car when I'm leaving work at late at night. I oh, check you always backseat. do that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there could be someone holding a gun behind. I mean, and see, that's another thing. Um, yeah, all this haunted stuff is it can be spooky and fun and everything, but like I get more scared about like just real stuff. Yeah. Well, okay, stuff that's at least more probable to happen. Okay, I won't say that it's not real, but like stuff that's probable, and. That's what I'm more worried about. Yeah. Now, if a, you so, know. So we got the, I'm probably mispronouncing this, the Belgian, Belgian no, I think Tunnel. That's correct. That looks uh, correct. In Switzerland, I think. Mm, nice. Yeah, nice. Switzerland. Uh, it says the tunnel has been, is open in 93. Uh, Not that old. 96, okay. 96, actually. Uh, the tunnel has been well we known are. because of a ghost of a, a ghost known as the White Lady. She is described as being an old woman dressed in white. Uh, shaped as a hitchhiking one, the ghost appears out of nowhere in front of drivers and sometimes speaks to them while they're driving. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, wait. It's like you're so you're driving like eighty miles, seventy miles per hour, whatever. And you just and you drive through, and, and like, you the just ghost see a lady with, like with, with her hands to her mouth. Hey, I'm gonna get you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, if I was a ghost, I would just be, like, a complete troll. I, yeah. <laughs> like, if I was haunting somebody, I wouldn't, like, try to ruin their lives or whatever. But you know what I would do? I would – and I think I have this ghost. If ghosts are real, I have one because I would be the ghost that just misplaces your stuff. You, like, you're like, oh, where did I put my keys? I swear I put them right here in the same spot I always put them. And, you know, I would be the ghost that takes them from your spot and puts it like in the couch, or I, 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 think, <laughs> I, I think I would be, or like, like your phone, or you know. I think I would be one of those ghosts that just, you just. I would just mess around with you. I want to. I think I would be I one of those be ghosts evil. that you just sometimes see out of the corner of your eye. Okay, just that's like, worse. That's really well, no, bad. no, no, no. Hear me out. Just like sitting in a chair or something. That's still bad. No, I don't no, like no, things in the no, corner of my eye. No, well, like because I'd be one. I'm, I'm saying. I'm trying to say like I'd be one of those ghosts that like doesn't fuck with like you at all. Making a face. I'm just like chilling. Oh, you would just be I'm, there. I'm just chilling. But that's almost creepy. Yeah. You're, the un, like, the, like, like, like imagine, I'd be one of those ghosts that like <laughs> walk, rarely ever actually walking interacts Walking through the living room and you just see the ghost of Colton in the corner eye uh, playing the, the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I'd have a ghost, <laughs> ghost, game, ghost, a ghost, ghost Game Boy or ghost something like that. Well, yeah, I would have a ghost <laughs> Nintendo Switch. So uh, you think, think, think about it. Why, why do ghosts uh, always, like, fuck with people? It's because most ghosts are, like, they died from, before. like, the 1800s yeah, and shit. So what else are they and they do? don't have anything else to do. If they had but a like, Switch. If you or me were to, were to die <laughs> and become ghosts, we would have, like, a Game Boy or a Switch or a smartphone. And, no, and but. I think, I think ghosts from, like, the 20, 21st century ghosts 
would would all just be like just sitting there in a chair. Like, but we hey on Facebook. people people nowadays love pulling a good prank though. Yeah, true. TikToking, yeah. TikTok ghost. <laughs> Imagine that. You're you're in your bathroom and then like in the corner of your eye you see someone filming you. <laughs> just, a like, ghost like uh like and subscribe. Oh check this out. Check out this nerd. <laughs> Look at this nerd. <laughs> I wouldn't be that one, but I would be the one that just fucks with you. That does these little yeah. things. Yeah. You know. So this next one is the A229, also in England from Kent to Sussex. Uh, it says, uh, most commonly seen ghost apparition is the figure of a woman. In, uh, it's always a woman. Beautiful eyes dressed in only white. Uh-huh. Or dre- dressed in white only so to basic. lose track of the body. Uh, basic. Yeah, yeah, pretty basic. A lot of it's women in white. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but there's more. It says there's also it's also been the site of disturbing events, including a hitchhiker who can be seen hiking near a well-known pub in the area. When the hitchhiker gets in the car, he will tell you all the things that have gone wrong in the world and how he will make them better. But once you reach a certain spot in the road, he disappears. I like that. Oh, one. Wow. I like I like that one. That's cool. It's like a drunk. Um, I it's do, just like a drunk hitchhiker uh, that y- just disappears from your car after <laughs> after a while. You mentioned this earlier. I don't know if before we record. Yeah, I think before we record. But I do have a uh, every once in a while we do an S- uh, episode on SCPs. Yeah. I'm not going to try to explain it. It's a cre- it's a internet uh, creative commons uh, creative writing thing where we you have, write spooky we have things. Several episodes on it. Go listen. to Yeah, them. we got yeah. If you want an explanation, Spook Creek Pester. That's our Halloween edition of it. Yeah, that was a good and episode yeah, we'll, too. I, we'll surely do more of it. Uh, yeah, when we're lost for an we idea but i do have an scp just to give you a little tease of what this is like if this is your first time listening if you never listened to an scp episode here you go this one in which we got to remember not to cover it which i doubt it because there's like seven thousand of them now yeah it's insane. they just did the competition for scp seven thousand wow and i think the one that won was basically about a guy that's like the unluckiest guy ever <laughs> and he's so unlucky that it's causing the world to like shit just because he's so yeah or it's something like that uh but this one is scp 704 okay object class euclid a more classic scp yeah you could say possibly yeah Yeah. oh you have a later one i have yeah uh uh i'm just gonna say scp 6950 I don't know if we'll read it, but if we don't, well, I like this. Go look it up at home. So the and one read I it yourself, the one I uh, picked out, I give like you some it homework because all the things we've been reading about is about spooky things happening on the road, or ghosts on the road. Yeah, or this one, the road itself oh. is the spook. Yeah, see, see, this SCP I found is it's not the road; it's an SCP that's kind of connected with a stretch of. Road. This one's literally like a road that is like a ghost road like Whoa. that fucks with you um so anyways um uh, i'm just gonna skip to the description then we can maybe do the containment actually yeah let's just go normal special containment procedures the entrance and the exit to scp 704 to be closed as the public is a private road both the entrance and exit are blocked by a solid steel barrier built to resemble a swing arm style style barrier the swing arm is non-functional, and the barrier is instead designed to withstand high-speed collisions with vehicles up to the size of a semi-trailer. Strong barrier. Armed guards are to be stationed at the entrance and exit of SCP-704 at all times to further discourage attempted entry. Entry to SCP-704 is not allowed by any wheeled or treaded vehicle, 
though attempting to do so is, for the most part, its own punishment. Entry is only allowed on foot with previous clearance from one level three, one level three administrator. Should a vehicle gain entry to SCP-704, personnel are to wait approximately two hours before attempting to recover any bodies or the driver. This is to guarantee personnel safety as the actions of both the driver and SCP-704 are unpredictable during an active phase. Mm-hmm. Description. SCP-704 is a loop of winding road breaking off and reconnecting to the State Highway 96 and the blank national redacted national forest the loop does not appear on any conventional or electronic maps and satellite surveillance is made difficult by the inability to focus on the affected area now that right there not on any electronic maps or satellite that is a thing yeah google maps has stuff blacked out yeah whether it's government government sites or other things <laughs> but there is places where google maps you can't find it like it's just well not. yeah yeah because it's ultimately google is a private company but uh they still when, have to abide when by the government comes to them and says like hey we don't want don't sat- let people zoom in on area we don't 51 want satellite imaging of this area yeah available have to, to black just it out. literally anyone then so they, they have to control. that is that is the thing that can happen I, I i wonder what i, I bet and google like i wonder who like how high up in Google, like whose job it is, like when they when they're doing satellite imaging for Google Earth and stuff, like when the government comes to them and says, "Hey, this uh, these square miles uh, don't," like who it is that uh, is in charge of that? I just, it's just hmm. there's got to be someone in Google who has dealt with that. Well, and there's plenty of, and the, the crazy thing is the. You can see plenty of air bases, military forts on Google, but then you have like these blacked off sections. It's like, what yeah. the fuck is it happening here? I don't know, but yeah, that's that's a whole other rabbit hole. There's also the there's Google also Earth. sections of road on Google. There's this YouTuber actually that, I, that don't have Street View that just like Google that they haven't mm-hmm. sent a camera down. Well, they haven't the sent a car yet. Yeah. No, but um. And, yeah, there's this place in Antarctica that's, like, intentionally blacked out. It's another weird thing. There's whole conspiracies about Antarctica. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole – yeah, there's there's a YouTuber. I forget his name, but he started a series. It's really good, actually. Uh, it's one of the better, like, spooky series. And he just goes to weird, scary places on Google Earth. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so it's pretty good. But anyways – SCP-704 has a passive and active phase. The passive stage can only be observed by those traveling by foot. During the passive stage, 704 appears to be a winding static road littered with the remains of vehicles. Remains of vehicles are not observed during its active phase. The exact topography and distance of the road remains constant between active periods. After an active period, topography and distance change to a new configuration. Once a driver has entered 704, it begins its active phase. The active phase has been observed via remote cameras mounted to vehicles entering SCP-704 as part of various experience. Yeah, they'll send in, like, death row inmates, prisoners, and stuff. To yeah. Go in. They'll be like, <laughs> you go in here. <laughs> There's a monster here, but you got to go in. <laughs> that kind of thing. The D-class, that's what their classified yeah. is. Yeah. 
And um, so <clears throat> the first sign of an active phase is an increasingly excited disposition on the part of the driver. So they get really hyped. Apparently they get excited. As the road becomes more challenging, the driver will begin to declare how much fun the road is and prod the passengers to watch his or her driving skills. <laughs> <laughs> passengers show a uniform negative reaction to the road. So the passengers are scared. Because you have this crazy driver. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Exhibiting anxiety, paranoia, and fear. The road becomes increasingly more challenging with mounted cameras recording the route actively changing in front of the vehicle. So you'll be driving straight and then it goes right, left, mm. so on. Several highly improbable road configurations have been observed, including a tight circle that leads back to where it begins. The roundabout. Essentially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a seventy-degree incline. Oh, Jesus <laughs> that's, Christ! That's a big incline. Yeah, that's almost a wall. That's forgive, forgive my French, but shit. You know, like. <laughs> and then an apparent vertical loop, like a loop-de-loo on the roller coaster. Wow. Um, the general appearance of the road and landscape changes as well, manifesting paved roads and dirt roads of varying degrees of quality. The driver's excitement and the negative reactions of his passengers will increase. So as this all goes on, the driver's like, yeah, I got, I, I'm so, this is awesome. <laughs> and then the passenger's freaking out. Uh, so until the driver loses control of the car and crashes. Uh, a crash has never been recorded on camera as all recording devices cease functioning before huh. the event. Now, that's an interesting week. Yeah. Why do the cameras stop before the crash actually happens? It's like, yeah. What, what, what is it, What's hiding? What's actually yeah, happening? What's happening? There, yeah. So, uh, this crash has consistently resulted in the deaths of all passengers, but the survival of the driver. Huh. Passengers are generally found close to the crash, with injuries consistent with forcible ejection, although no signs of this are present on the vehicle wreckage. Interestingly enough, they also um, are generally recovered, uh, fused with local objects at the molecular level. Now, oh. that's interesting. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a little weird. fused with things. Uh, no matter the severity of the crash, drivers will be recovered and nothing worse than scrapes and bruises. Drivers only retain partial specific memories of the time spent on 704 but are always acutely aware that they have just been responsible for their passengers' deaths. Ooh. Guilty. Ooh. Addendum 704-1. Interior monitoring uh, devices have shown that most drivers begin to speak to the road and respond as though it's communicating with them. Huh. The conversation is always about the passengers and usually results in peals of manic laughter from the driver <laughs> that has been recorded to produce anger as well. It is unclear whether 704 is actually communicative or sapient due, uh, due to the personality changes during an active event and partial retrograde amnesia after all potential interview attempts have failed. Addendum 704-2 on April 9th, 2009, uh, D class 4701, a member of the redacted biker gang, let's just say hell's angels angels <laughs> was selected to determine the effect of 704 on a single occupant vehicle he was given a motorcycle 
with remote activated kill switch and it destructed the transverse of SCP-704. In this case, 704 changed to lead D-Class D 4701 directly through the guardhouse at the opposite end, killing the two observing researchers. Oh. Future experimentation on 704 with single occupant vehicles is discouraged because it will basically the road or whatever is going on will find a way to kill other people. Yeah. So if you're riding by yourself, it will just take you to the nearest people. So in this case, it was the researchers. Huh. Yeah. So. That's cool. It could be a St. Pete road, but either way, the driver always survives, but the passengers die. Yeah. And it does weird things like a 70 degree. Uh, that's that's quite an uh, incline. And a loop-de-loop and uh, <laughs> and some roundabouts here and there. It's just, but what I liked about it, it's the road itself ha it has its own mind. Yeah, like it, it seems it's like like sometimes it's a dirt road, sometimes it's nice and paved, and you know, yeah. it's just like random. But and only when you're driving. Only when you're driving. Yeah. But either way, if you're just a passenger, you're gonna get killed. Yeah. 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 I like that one. Uh, I'm not gonna read through the one I pulled up because we're running out of time. But what? But, uh, SCP-6950. Uh, the roadsides section dubbed Wendy's Road within Redacted, England. Uh, and I'll just read the description, I suppose. It's an incorporeal humanoid resembling a young woman with a shoulder length blonde hair dressed in a white sweater and that's a, a very common yeah that's exactly yeah. what we've been reading about scp 6950 will manifest bi-weekly at exactly 12 a.m on an indiscriminate night walking along an uninhabited section of roadside dubbed by locals as wendy's road outside of redacted england scp 6950 will de-manifest if no vehicles pass before 12.01 a.m. If a vehicle does arrive, SCP-6950 will display a hand signal as if attempting to flag its driver for a lift. That's exactly yep. everything we've been reading about. Yeah, yeah. That's a really common trope of, like, urban legends and haunted roads. The hitchhiking says, ghost says, girl. as of writing, no reported persons have stopped to pick up SCP-6950 either out of fear or disinterest. Yeah, I want to pick her up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say this. This might sound cruel, but this is just self-preservation. If I'm driving in the middle of freaking nowhere, right? Yeah. In the dark at midnight, and then I just see a lady in a dress hitchhiking, I'm not picking her up. No. No. No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, even it's... if I have... Like, even if my girlfriend's like, oh, you should get her. And I'm like, no, I'm driving. That's, that's no. a self-preservation thing. any hitchhikers. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust people. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, Ghost no. or not. Yeah. And I, I think that's a lesson to learn from today. <laughs> yep. Uh, don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. Ghost or not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like a family. Or, yeah. Or if they have a dog. But anyway. <laughs> if they have a dog. Haunted Roads. Or if it is a dog. We we only scratch the surface. Oh, yeah. there's, uh, But I don't think it gets that 
I will say, I think we scratch the surface. Similar stories, but it's a lot of the same kind of urban legends. The hitchhiking goes later. You find that a lot with just haunted lights. Oh, there's demon dogs. You you find that a lot with haunted things in general. Where it's, I went through that list of haunted hotels on Rock and Road Section Six, and they're mostly pretty. That's why I like trying to find ones that are very specific that have a very specific tale. Yeah, very uh, interesting. I like. uh, I like the. uh, the Chicago one, Mary. Yeah, that one, the spook lot. Yeah, there were yeah. some good ones in there. There's some cool stories. Uh, you know, we're... Yeah, it's a long episode. Yeah, we yeah. have to cut some stuff out. Well, but you not... Know, you know how Spooktober goes. Oh, let me tell you... On oh, average, yeah, Spooktober, Spooktober are our longest always, episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> without fail. Yeah, without fail. Uh, let's see, before we end this, and by the way, if you enjoyed this episode, give us a review on, uh, Apple podcasts or yeah, wherever, yeah. wherever you can do it. Leave us a rating or review. Give us a follow on Instagram at odd drunk pod. And you can find everything you need at the link tree. And yeah, if you like us, go ahead and do those things. Give us a download. Do tell it. A f- In fact, even if you don't leave a review, even if you don't follow us on Instagram, tell a friend, tell a mate. Yeah. Uh, do it. You know, yeah, uh, just, <laughs> just go walk into trick one of your friends into listening to us. Yeah, walk our walk, stranger. Walk yeah. in, walk into the nearest uh, Starbucks. I know they're international. I thought you were gonna say bar. Uh, walk into the nearest. Well, but walk into the nearest Starbucks. Okay, Starbucks, and just scream at the top of your lungs. Listen to the Odd Drug Podcast yeah. and, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And run. Yeah, and then run. Yeah. But Preferably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your tidy wings. Don't do that. But no, yeah, well, may, maybe not that. But, you uh, know, if we hear a news story about uh, it, like, I, I local. Want, I don't want to be responsible for encouraging someone <laughs> well, you to, know, to strip in public. We're sat. This is satire. So if they yeah. do it, that's on them. Yeah. Right, I'll tell. I'll, t- I'll <laughs> tell you. I'll tell you what. But um, if if anyone's, if you guys send us a video, a recording of you going into a Starbucks, not in your underwear, fully dressed, and screaming, listen to the Odd Drunk podcast. Uh, link tree in the description. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Then I will go into our local Starbucks and there scream the same thing. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, as far as the tangent points go, we have four points for this episode. Almost reaching our max of five. Not bad. Maybe we bad. can change the maximum amount. Maybe, how about <laughs> this? Um, maximum of... No, I like the five thing. I think five I, is I good. I think five's good. That's well, fair. You know, we're, we're not bad now, about do, do the points carry on to the next episode if no. we don't veto it? If we don't veto it, they do not carry on. I think that's important. So if we don't reach... So um, if, only if we reach five, we can veto it and save it for the next one. Yeah, yeah. The shot for the next How, one. However, this this episode, because it's unopened, I'm thinking I might take a little sip of this wild turkey anyway. This isn't because of the tangent no, points, No, no, just because, you know, we, uh, we've we never opened a fresh bottle of, of liquor on the episode on the show before. And I'm bra- we have. I'm breaking <laughs> the seal have. right now. But Okay, yeah. I don't what think we've opened like un, like it's been unopened before. We I listened. have. There's been times I went to the liquor store and came straight over here. Yeah. Well, we typically open it before we record. Oh, true. Yeah. I wow. literally Re- just broke the seal on this. Mm, I bought this. A, I bought this a week ago. It's been sitting on my desk. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm. You know, it's not bad. You want some? Yeah, I'll try some. A little sip. Some Wild Turkey 101. Uh, you know. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty It's pretty, pretty smooth. smooth. Very smooth. Yeah. Burns a little. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, I must say, because we are going to be doing another spooky commentary, a movie commentary for Spooktober. Yes. Probably around the tail end of it, but, but we'll see. Maybe we won't have anything. Oh, yeah. Halloween ends. We got to do a review on that. So there you go. There's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. Uh, teaser. But um, I will say, on commentaries, as far as the tangent points go, I think tangents are fine on a commentary. However, yeah. we will get points if we just straight up talk without pay- like, just talk over the movie. Yeah. Like without there, and there are certain types of episodes where we will be more lenient. Yeah. Like our episode a few episodes back with uh, Chris McMahon. That's ta- that, that's supposed to ha- That's a that's tangent a conversation. Episode. Yeah, that's It's not a topic. Really yeah. It's a great yeah. episode. Go check it out. Uh However, I will and you can veto it once <laughs> a month. Yeah. Uh, if I think that's I, fair. If I say something, hey, this is getting a tangent point it's gonna get a tangent point if yeah. i feel like it yeah uh, <laughs> but you can veto it you get a few vetoes for it <laughs> let's just say you get enough vetoes for it until i veto your veto yeah there you know what we'll work I'll, out the system we'll, more we'll work it out i think hey it's... by the next episode um we'll review the system <laughs> and uh you no know, it's it's sure just it's mostly probably gonna just be a situational thing on what we collect. Are we forget about on it? On what we think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or if we forget about it. But you know what? We need more. We, we need more. Um, we, need more we need more bits. Bits. Yeah. Th- and that's a bit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> What's our tangent points at? Yeah. Anyway. This has been a long episode. We could have a bit point system. Yeah. It's like, uh, how many bits do we uh, have? Or we could buy some Bitcoin. And yeah. Or we could start our <laughs> no, own. That's we could start our own cryptocurrency. Yeah, I'm good. Odd drunk coins. No, I'm good. They're dying. Bitcoins are dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this has been a long episode, and we should probably end it. Probably. What do you think? Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, we could just keep recording and just talk about uh, the point system for another hour, but I don't think anyone wants. To we hear probably that. could do that. <laughs> to be totally honest. And uh, uh, I don't think anyone's to hear that, but. Um, <laughs> Get ready for more Spooktober. Yeah, we still got uh, a couple more weeks after this to go. Yeah, yeah, and it's, a good, it's been good yeah, so it's far. A, it's and a good it's going time. to continue to it's be really good. good time. Yeah, and also, did you see the trailer for Violent Night with David Harbour as Santa Claus, and he has the John I Wick? Did <laughs> I love it, and I want to watch it. And Maybe <laughs> you know, because sometimes we do a Christmas movie. Yeah, commentary. yeah, we we do we do Christmas stuff sometimes. Uh, uh, not not on the level of Spooktober with a whole month, but we we we've done. Christmas last year episodes. was the most we ever did. Yeah, yeah. We um, mostly kind of skipped it the first year. I think we maybe did maybe yeah. did one episode that was. Christmas we did Die Hard. Show. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's uh, only like, kind yeah. of. Speaking of tangents, not related to the movie we're watching. I remember that episode being. Uh, a lot of drunk tangents. Oh yeah, that yeah. commentary. We barely paid attention to the movie. And either anyway, <laughs> and we just got another tangent point. You can veto it, um, nah. but we just did. Nah, uh, 
You know, I won't count that. That's, you know. We are already, the episode's over. We're already. It's at the, over. What are you? We're already at the end of the episode. The episode is over. What are you still doing here? Yeah. What am I still doing here? I need to go home. You know, it's a cold autumn night, not a hot autumn. No, it's a cold uh, like autumn. we discuss. <laughs> like we discussed. Uh, anyway, bye. A few. Yeah. Bye. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Go. To, go to sleep. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.